I am kind of upset that our theme song wasn't being recorded. I that, uh... Oh, you wanted it again? You got it. All right, hip, here we go. And <laughs> oh, God. I can't drop out of the call now. <laughs> Corey and Chris love to play all kinds of video games. They will claim that it's really porn. I mean, it's not porn. They say it's hentai. That's the same thing as a porn game. They'll talk about all those thick girls. Then they'll say that they don't play porn. They just play arts and anime. I don't like it. You're welcome. I would never say that I don't play porn games. Okay. Well, I didn't either. We own so it. So it turns out that Chris is fine with playing <laughs> those porn games. <laughs> oh, Everybody's God. got their GCD song, so there's yours. Cool. We'll rock with it. We didn't have an icebreaker, did we? I mean, I usually leave that one to you. Can I throw something out there as an icebreaker? Yeah, fuck it. Do it. So yeah. Who I are just, you? <laughs> you know, uh, Hey, I'm Scotty. You've seen me before in such hits as the Dreamcast Marathon and Manny Unboxings. This no. man is in more podcasts than I've yeah, ever seen in my life. <laughs> I've got a problem. I'm the managing editor for Megavisions. Um, right. But anyway, uh, I just learned this recently. You guys know how that Scoob movie was coming out soon? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's like an origin story, but now it's not coming out because theaters are closed. Uh, yeah, apparently, I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it's not uh, – I mean, it's it's coming out, but they're going to find another way around it or like something. digitally or something like that? <clears throat> yeah, something. But so um, – have you guys seen any trailers for that or watched anything about it at all? Yeah, yeah, I saw the, I saw it twice when I saw the Sonic movie and then when I saw the My right, Hero movie. Right, right, right. So I saw an extended trailer, and I, I know uh, Corey. I think you'll you'll know a lot of cartoons, and Chris, you might know some too because it's not all satanic stuff. Um, but the, uh, you guys remember the Hannah Barbera, the Hannah Barbera cartoon? Um, Blue, I think it was Green Falcon or something Falcon, and he had a yes. flying robot dog with him. Yep. Yes. They're totally in one of the Scoob trailers. And yeah, I because got really uh, there was excited. a crossover with there's a crossover uh, of old Scooby Doo cartoons where they met up. Oh, yeah, many. I remember those. But I mentioned yeah. that, and Rachel was telling me later on, uh, first time listeners of me, that's my girlfriend, um, that they're actually they were actually going to kick off a Hanna Barbera cinematic universe. You know who's in the Hanna Barbera cinematic universe? SWAT cats. SWAT cats. Fucking right, yeah. <laughs> I would watch a SWAT cats CG movie. And like, I got more excited than thinking about a Marvel cinematic universe. Like that would mm-hmm. be, you know, throw Hanna Barbera is like all of the cartoon cartoon stuff now too. Oh, is that them technically? I think, a lot of it. Yeah. A lot of it is a lot of the cartoon cartoons because they're technically quote unquote old now. They are on the Hanna Barbera or Boomerang network. Yeah, Boomerang. Right, well, right. even beyond that, uh, the I believe the Hanna Barbera studios were the ones who first started making the cartoon cartoons. Mm-hmm. I think because so. that's where SWAT cats got picked up. Yeah, yeah. I thought I remember them when they were. Uh... Like, we got a couple of new animators or something like that, and it would throw... I remember the first three were Dexter's Lab and... Mm-hmm. Powerpuff Girls. Were they one? And then Cow and Chicken, maybe? Uh, no, actually, Powerpuff Girls might have came out a little bit early. I, Powerpuff Girls and Ed and Eddie, I think, came oh. out around the same Ed time. Ed and Eddie definitely came out later. Um, I don't know about Powerpuff Girls, because I do remember them relatively early. Cow and Chicken, definitely. Uh, yeah. Fucking Dexter's Lab. What was the mm-hmm. third one? Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Okay. 
cool. That one just completely not as cool. Duke Nukem. <laughs> no, Johnny Bravo was good until uh, yeah. So I remember. Like so uh, I don't know if I've told the story or not, but I remember when we moved into the house that my parents are in now. Uh, that was like the first house my parents ever bought. We moved around a lot until I was about ten years old, and we had we got satellite, and we had Dish Network. I think is what we started off with. And uh, I've because I, I always grew up with Nickelodeon and my cousin had Disney. We never Same. had Disney. So I was like, OK, I'm a Nickelodeon kid. And then I saw I was like, what's this? Another station where there's well, cartoons that was, and there's uh, cartoons was, on all day. Was that was was that when Disney was uh, extra cable or whatever? Like you had. To yes, pay for you Disney. had to pay extra yeah. for Disney. Right. Yeah. And uh, but I, I found Cartoon Network and I was like, oh, man, like I started watching them because they played Tom and Jerry. And I really liked Tom and Jerry as a kid. I still like Tom. and There are still some hilarious skits of Tom and Jerry to this day. Yeah. And I would just sit there watching Tom and Jerry. And then I started watching these cartoon cartoons. I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And then not long after that, I caught Toonami. And like that changed my life when it came to cartoons was Cartoon Network. Yeah. Not so much how it is now. It's very, yeah. very different now. Yeah. Uh, but old school Cartoon Network, it that was my jam, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was a Nick kid and uh, didn't care about Disney except for the movies. But yeah, Cartoon Network was yeah. definitely. And then when I was in, um, <clears throat> I did I did uh, one summer worth of classes in college and the real crappy apartment I was in, uh, it was crazy because it was one of my old roommates. Oh, actually, you guys met him. I don't know if you met him at MAGFest, Chris, but uh, Corey, my buddy Chirito, mm-hmm. who had his uh, yeah. co-worker friends with him. Um, we somehow ended up in that apartment complex together, but in separate rooms, there was like no one else there during the summer. So it was really cool, but it got like seven channels on, on the TVs there. And one of them was boomerang. So like every night and we had like real bad internet. So I would basically be on campus all day doing work and then come back at like seven o'clock and there's SWAT cats almost every day. So it was pretty good. There's only two seasons of that too. That doesn't surprise me. But are the seasons, like, insane, like, 54 episodes or something? Mm-mm. I have it on DVD, and I think uh, it might be 30 episodes max, maybe? I don't know. Let's fact check me. Sure. The Radical Squadron. Uh, season 1 is 13, season 2 is 12, and then it says special episode? Uh, I don't know if that ever aired. I think it was the final. So there's about 26 episodes, yeah. That's funny because we that we're talking about old cartoons is because recently, this week, I used, uh, or I was getting old uh, Cartoon Network promos and old uh, uh, cartoon intros and old music videos and stuff, and I've been putting them on my stream Mm -hmm. as my starting playlist. Because I usually start a stream like 30 minutes early, and I just play... I feel I feel kind of bad because this idea is fantastic, but I'm I it's not an original idea. I kind of stole stole it from Lawrence Sontag from formerly a Funhouse because on his streams he's just been apparently the whole time he's ever had access to the internet he's just been collecting and I guess re not rescaling but like re-editing these old cartoons and stuff he finds cool that he remembers from growing up and he's like upscaling it and making the sound sound all right and all that stuff and he just runs it. Sometimes on Friday nights, if you're a subscriber, he just runs it for like five hours, so you can watch old shit from back in the day. Nice. Uh, so it's it's not a fully original idea, but I have the tsunami bumpers on there. I found some of the I don't know if you guys remember there was I know specifically two things from Cartoon Network. It was shorties on Cartoon Network, and one was a Jabberjaw music video, mm-hmm. which I put on there, and it sounds like some punk like ska guys. Making a Jabberjaw song. I call. I think it's called I Don't No Respect or something like that. And yeah. then there's a Josie and the Pussycats uh, shorts. Yeah. And I remember 
dude i remember it like i found them and i they're on my on my stream now and that's pretty cool i mean you want to talk about unoriginal jabberjaw is basically curly and uh rodney dangerfield in one yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean so okay so let's 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 hear it real quick obviously scooby-doo flintstones jetsons all at, at the top i guess and i've then, never been a huge scooby fan but neither have i i like a pup but i mean scooby-doo it, yeah, let's take Scooby though. Let's take Scooby's genre because that's like the yeah. mystery gang genre. Right. Flintstones and Jetsons are like the family mm-hmm. cartoon, whatever. But you take Scooby, then you had Jabberjaw, which I would say would probably be right under Scooby. Then you have Speed Buggy. Oh yeah, Speed Buggy's the same thing. You probably had tons of other ones too, but those are the main three I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, Tom and Jerry kicked Hanna Barbera off. I don't yeah, know, this Tom is and Wikipedia, Jerry's. So who knows? I also love. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Tex Avery. Yeah, I don't know. Tex Much. Avery cartoons were always really funnier than I thought Looney Tunes was. That was usually with Droopy, I think, right? Droopy. There was the fo- uh, the wolf guy that was always like ogling over the women and all that stuff. Uh, Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. A representation of just regular men. Uh, I don't know his actual name. I don't know either. Uh, I do. I have actually in the search right now. Uh, but I did I did find all of Tiny Toons on DVD, but it was like a hundred dollars for the whole thing, and I'm like, nope, I'm not paying. Release? What, did that ever? That was the only re- it was the only legit release I could find. Huh. Because most stuff that you find on Amazon is like, oh, season one, part one. Yeah. My hero is actually doing that shit now too. After season one, they did season two, part one, and it's like forty five dollars, and I'm like, that's not even for the full season. <laughs> that's insane. Oh boy. Tiny Toot Adventures on eBay here. It says complete collection, 187 bucks. Mm-hmm. So. Because it has a certain amount of episodes, and then there's two or three movies. There's a uh, summer vacation movie that I remember watching as a kid, and then yeah. there was like a ho- a horror horror one where El Elmira is dressed up as Elvira. I don't want to think and about that. It's a little weird now that I like understand what Elvira because I I knew what yeah. Elmira was before I knew what Elvira was as a kid. I remember uh, Happy World Land, Happy World Land, where the that's fun the summer vacation. Only eighty bucks a pop. It's beautiful, Happy yep. World Land. Yeah, that's the summer vacation episode where it's Plucky's family. Yeah. Or no, is it Plucky's no, family? Plucky, uh, whoever Porky's kid. I mean the small Hamilton. Person. It's Hamilton's family Ham- with Plucky. Hamlet, I think. Hamilton. <laughs> it's not Hamilton. It Hold is one hundred percent Hamilton. Hamilton J A Pig. I don't know about that. Let me tell you, Hampton J Pig. Ah, Hampton. Sorry. Hamilton. Yeah. That was close. Played. That was close. Yeah, he wrote that musical. Uh, or that's, that's what that musical cool. is about. Chris is here also. He's just not saying. <laughs> I have no input. Oh, yeah, so this is like all the all Tiny Toons of Satan. He can't watch it. Nope. <laughs> I guess so. Tom and Jerry. Did you ever watch the movie Bible Man? It's it's not a movie, it's a series. Is that uh, what it is? It's a, it's a series. Fucking well, Red Letter Media references it sometimes, Whoa, so I know what I it means. Looked up Bible Man, there he is. Cool. Oh mm-hmm. god, he, purple and green. He is this purple and green like Power he Ranger reject um, villain. Mm-hmm. Like Wait, he's not a villain, he's a hero. He isn't looks he? I'm saying what he looks like. Yellow. Oh, okay, yeah. Purple uh, look, I don't, I don't You're know, colorblind. I don't know colors. I don't know colors. Yeah. All right, I can only um, go based off of what people say they are. Right? And I, thought I didn't call about this time, ladies and gentlemen. If you look up, <laughs> if you were to look up, um, 
uh, what's that Goosebumps book? Uh, the Mutant of the Theater or something? Or yeah, sure. Uh, Attack of the Mutant. Uh, is it that one? But uh, he looks. That's what Bubble Man looks like. Is the mutant guy? I've seen him use a sword twice, and it was never against another person. Uh, he quotes scripture. He gets into some borderline BDSM situations. Uh, there's slime every now and then. It's fucking weird. Man, I'm glad I did not have the childhood you did. <laughs> a lot of people say that. A lot of people I'll allow say it. that. Yeah. I'll allow it. Cool. Why is my kid Yeah, man, I love old cartoons. Uh, I'm starting, even though I don't have any children, I have started, I've been starting for a long time trying to preserve those forms of media within either downloading it or buying it. Like, I have SWAT cats on DVD. I have, uh, like... I mean, even with kids that'll get older, like I got Mission Hill on DVD. I've got just a bunch of stuff. I've got somehow my wife got for Christmas from our weird cousin, got the entire uh, series of Spawn on DVD. That's cool. So I haven't watched it. It's the HBO series, I believe. So it's probably got some crazy shit in it. But she's like, she's like, thanks. And I was like, hey, that's actually pretty cool. Let me see that. <laughs> <laughs> So I haven't watched it, but I mean we have it. So nice. So there you go. There's your icebreaker. But I need to. Get, I still. Sorry, I, I still need to get the Sonic OVA. I don't have it on DVD or VHS <laughs> Good or anything. Good fucking luck, dude. Yeah, I've been seeing shit where it's very expensive. Yeah, I have the VHS, uh, and um, I tried to look it up. Well, you can find it online. <laughs> to watch it yeah i'll just say that i mean i watched it on youtube so i watched that and the japanese version on youtube yeah the i was amazed how good it looks on there because the last time mm -hmm. in another it like an actual like dvd rip sega site um i did a commentary on it with some buddies and we found like the vhs rip and watched that <laughs> but then i found recently the dvd rip and i was like man this looks just better so what's funny is cinemassacre has it on their on their counter oh, whenever they're counter, reviewing yeah. Yeah, whenever they're reviewing movies. Mm -hmm. So, that's Good pretty cool. Good stuff. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. I'll see you later. Talk about what Yeah, this has to. been the Scrubverse Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Quick correction. Uh, before it was Cartoon Cartoon, it was called What a Cartoon. That's yeah, right. yeah. So, that was back yeah, when uh, they were running, like, Two Stupid Dogs and uh, shit like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Two Stupid Dogs was good. Because it's funny, because you'll start... They, I think the shows started going to Boomerang in waves, and, oh, like... Two Super Dogs got put on Boomerang, I think, before everything else did. And I was just like, that was right... I came, I came into Cartoon Network right after that. Mm -hmm. Like, the main three for me, or uh, let's say, we'll say the main four, were Johnny Bravo... No, five. Cow and Chicken, Johnny Bravo, Powerpuff Girls, Ed, Ed, Nettie, and Dexter's Lab were the main five for me. Ed, Ed, Nettie was... Oh, they were later. The they were, they were much later. Meant, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember I started watching Cartoon Network uh, probably a couple weeks before Ed and Nettie started airing because I started seeing the commercials for it. Then I was watching that shit way before because like I was watching Cartoon Network. But back in the early days of Cartoon Network, they'd have like two stupid dogs. They were just starting what a cartoon because they were talking about their new studios, but they were doing they were doing a lot of Hanna-Barbera stuff. Um, they were doing mm. a lot of weird things. I do remember there was this one cartoon where. There were supposed to be, like, superheroes in the same vein as, like, the Power Rangers. But it, it was, like, a cross between Power Rangers and, I want to say, G.I. Joe. But they all had abilities based off of, like, construction workers and shit like that. 
they had the A Team on there. They had a, like a bunch of like old '80s cartoons. And then yeah, when, you were watching that way before I was. Yeah, and then once what a cartoon started picking up speed, it became cartoon, cartoon. It brought in all the new. Uh, new shows on there and that's when they start bringing things like Banda Barbera going to Boomerang and that's where you can see um what's that one ga- one one game that was uh Pirates of Darkwater. Oh shit, yeah. Pirates of Darkwater was like my favorite shit growing up good. and then I went I went to go back and I remember the first episode being really good. There was a lot of production for it and then the second episode was fucking nosedive. Like, That's how most yeah, of them Yeah, because went. the first episode was a pilot, and they yeah. had to show it to yeah. people. Yeah, yeah dude, look at the, the early, uh, the first Turtles cartoon. The first episode looks completely different from any other episode. Mm. And it's, like, actually yep. well done and stuff. But Well, was Cartoon Network, even back then, it was 24 hours, right, of cartoons? Yeah. Yes. It, yeah. There was okay. a er, sh- before Toonami came in. Uh, yeah. or Adult Space Swim, there was stuff. a short period between, I want to say 1 o'clock in the morning and 4 o'clock in the morning where they would run, like, infomercials. Yeah. And then in the Call early morning... Call Girls were on there. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry? Call Girls were totally Call on Girls there. and Miss Cleo. Yeah. I don't remember I... Miss Cleo. Okay. But after 4 o'clock, they would play Astro Boy and Giganter mm. and all, like, the old-school Japanese anime that were the black and white ones from the 50s. Mm-hmm. I remember Adult Swim before it was too not like uh, before it was the black and white bumpers. Mm-hmm. I remember when it, the bumpers were like "Get out of the pool, yeah. Adult Swim starting now." Yeah, yeah, yeah those were cool. And it started. I think uh, the OG starters were like Futurama, and uh, well, maybe? I don't remember Futurama. Mean, unless you mean to say that Space Ghost Coast to Coast was before there okay. was Adult Swim. That was there. Yeah, Space Ghost is what started it, really. Yeah. Space Ghost and the car, uh, uh, Cartoon Planet, I think, was yes. the other thing. Because um, that was him, Brack, and Zorak, and Maltar was kind of there. He was, the, like, the production guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Man, what a weird... You want to talk about ahead of your time, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Was... Dude, that so that was uh, that was Bill Odenkirk. Is it Bill Odenkirk or Steven Odenkirk? I can't remember. Uh, the one that plays Better Call Saul. Oh, Steve Odenkirk, I think, directed Kung Pao. Hold on. Yes, that's why I'm getting it mixed up, because I just watched Cinema Massacre's Kung Pao and Kung Fu Hustle review. Yeah. So it's Bob Odenkirk. Yep, yep, yep. I and uh, Brian, not Brian, who's the guy Who's the guy that was from Mr. Show with him? Oh, jeez, I don't know. He's uh, the one guy in Arrested Development that paints himself oh, blue. Oh, yeah, um, blue, man. David Cross. David Cross. Yep. Real quick, the old uh, syndicate for Adult Swim was The Brack Show, Home Movies, Space Ghost Coast to Coast, C Lab 2021. Yeah. Yeah. Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, and and Aqua Teen Hunger Force. (laughs) Oh, the sea is a symphony of color. What is he saying? I don't know. It's French. It's crap. (laughs) (laughs) It's crap. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, even before Adult Swim, there was uh, the two. It was Toonami, the hour Toonami uncut block, where it was like the uncensored Gundam Wing yeah, and the uncensored the, Dragon Ball Z. Uncensored oh, Sailor Moon. They would show Cowboy mm-hmm. Bebop. They had yeah. uncensored Big O. Um, guess where uh, Guess where I saw uh, uh, Gorilla's music videos for the first time? 
on there was through that because they would every very once I remember it very vividly, but they would do it very rarely. But the entire hour would be all God. Or not, I keep saying Godzilla, gorillas, uh, music videos like Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tomorrow comes to no, that was a later one. There was like enough to at least. I think it was maybe. I don't know if it was a full hour, but they did at least thirty minutes of music videos. I remember them doing That's music cool. videos. Nineteen two thousand. But I don't remember anything other than the gorillas. It was basically like the fuse block. You remember how uh, fuse God, I used fuse. to have the the thirty minute blocks of like this is all Eminem this time or this is all Linkin Park. You mean back when they used to be much music? Uh, well, f- I, so I watched it right before they switched. Yeah. Is that what Fuse became? Yeah, so yeah. so oh, much music TV in the summer. Much music TV or much music as they later cut it down it used to be like only music videos, mainly uh, curtailing it to like punk, hard rock, mm-hmm. and you know they'd have like a small hip hop hour, and then they got bought out, changed over to Fuse. MC Chris was on there for a while. Really? Huh? He got on there a couple times. Yeah, that's cool. I remember um, if you when I when I was at college and come home for the summer. I would watch a lot of Fuse TV and learn of a lot of bands through there. And like it mm-hmm. sparked a conversation because I was talking to one of my – this is when I actually cared about school and was talking to my journalism professor. And I mentioned it, and he's like, I haven't heard of that. What What is that? I looked into it, and Fuse was the only music channel or broadcasting company not owned by Viacom at the time. Mm-hmm. So that like sparked more interest in that channel and stuff, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that until – looking into it from talking to him and like it was just that's where i saw because i was a horny little boy then you saw mistress julia no 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 no. No? i saw pants off dance off (laughs) oh i didn't i've never seen that pants off dance off is literally what it sounds like there's a music video playing behind someone that's standing in front of green screen and they strip to the music okay men and women i've of all shapes and sizes i've never seen that i usually stuck around like mtv had the equivalent of headbangers ball but then yeah. they had like the the death metal version for much music and views or fuse. I keep on saying views, not the app. VH1 had the uh, what's the uh, the metal uh, talk show with Eddie. I know what you're talking about. Um, that show went on for fucking ever, years, years. years. And they like, sh- they shut it down just recently. Maybe within the last. Well, now it's a Sirius XM radio station. Really, I didn't know that it's moved on to Sirius. Uh, I think it's called that metal show. Yeah, literally just called that metal show. I just looked it up. Well, his name Eddie whatever does has a radio show on Eddie series. Trunk. Eddie Trunk. Yep. Um, I think he's on either Channel Thirty Eight, which is Ozzy's Boneyard, or he's on uh, Channel Forty One. I think he's on Ozzy's Bo- Bo- Boneyard because that's more his forte. Lithium. Lithium is forty. Lithium is thirty four thirty four. I think. I don't know. This is the last embarrassing thing I'll mention, but uh, you mentioned being a horny little boy. You guys remember the MTV show Undressed? No. Yep. Yep. That's all we have to say about that. <laughs> I remember watching all the what were the dating ones that were know. terrible. I don't fucking know. The where the pe- the dudes or the chicks would be in a there would be five of them. Next. It, it was either like next that's what it was yep i watched that shit in the background that was like during the viva la bam Mm -hmm. jackass wild boys i was an avid watcher of all three of those shows like a lot of my humor is based off of that shit so i used to watch a lot of viva la bam because like he was really big into i don't want to say like him him well yeah he was (laughs) huge on him but he was also really big on like bringing european uh goth rock and punk rock coming over and that was just like the music that i was into during that time so 
I still I listen to it. CKY. There's two songs from CKY that I still like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's their two hits. It's not like I'm trying to delve into CKY or anything it's fine. like that. Sheesh. It's fine. I forgive you. He's not doing great. Bam. He's not. He has not been doing sen- uh, great since uh, Ryan passed away. Yeah. So, but what a time, though. Space Ghost is good. Yeah, I... Space Ghost, is st- Space Ghost still holds up. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a uh, the clip going around right now because of the coronavirus of the Brack song called "Don't Touch Me." Oh yeah, <laughs> I have musical I barbecue. I don't know. I don't know if it holds <laughs> up because I go back every now and then trying to rewatch the series, and it is just some of the most dry, like pointless shit. Like, there's a few moments. There's of hit or pure miss. Fucking yeah. genius. But the Tenacious D is when they're on there, and when Metallica's on there, that, those are fucking funny. When Bill, I'm sorry, when Bob Odenkirk, whenever he's on there, it's funny. Like mm-hmm. I remember the VHS copy of The Mask had an interview with Jim Carrey at the end of it with Space Ghost, like after the credits. This was before you had... That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> I need to see that. My dad got me watching Space Ghost. He's like, have you seen this? And well, I'm I like, because my dad was Space Ghost before was a talk show and stuff like the actual goofy. Oh yeah, the actual show. like superhero. I think yeah, he had a dog or a sidekick or something. He had he had a dog. He had like two kid sidekicks. That's right. mo- was kids. there a monkey? There might have been. A I don't. I don't remember there being a monkey. I remember there was like a lot of crossovers with between them and the Herculoids. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only thing I remember from those is those two blob creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two. There's a boy and a girl. And a monkey sitting in the space. Yeah. The space goes, what a fucking crew. Yep. Okay. Yep. My dad, because my dad was only, like, when I was born, my dad was 18. So, like, he was a I kid. got introduced to, yeah, he was a kid. So, like, my age right now, I'm 31. I would have been, what, uh, 10, 13? So, like, the shit I'm watching right now, if I had a 13-year-old with me that I was raising, that'd be the same thing. Like, of course, he's going to pick up on this stupid shit that my dad, that I like. Because that's the same thing I do with my dad. My dad mm-hmm. would watch, like, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. That's how I learned about Beavis and Butthead. That's why we watched The Simpsons growing up. Yeah. Every Sunday was, our church was Simpsons. So, I, I'm I'm very appreciative of that. Because, like, home movies, I have that on DVD. There you that, go. uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, is that that one comedian? Uh, not Dennis Leary, but Dennis, uh... uh what's guy? He's from Bordello of Blood. I forget. And he's in Joe Dirt. Dennis something... Anyway, uh, I don't know. That was just a random image that came up. There was an <laughs> episode where that he, shows... his, uh, he interviewed his sidekicks, or they were accidentally on there for some reason. What was the one that I saw? The guy was like, you're supposed to be dead. And he goes, you're supposed to be uh, in a dumpster something something, uh, Mr. Mick, uh, sidekick or something like that. It was super funny. Oh, I need to find I it. I forget. There's an episode that kicks in with him playing Sonic and Knuckles using his wristbands. <laughs> someone recently i don't know who the artist was but they recently made like real life renders of zorak brack and uh space ghost space ghost looks like booger man like oh. uh they didn't make him have white eyes they actually gave him eyes and like a big jay leno chin oh, no. so i don't know how well that goes Yeesh. but yeah no man like uh also yeah for people that don't know what we're talking about or want to like oh man i wish i would have watched stuff back then you should go to tunamiaftermath.com because tunamiaftermath.com is basically the tsunami we grew up on streaming 24 hours a day. Nice. They even got and like they have TV East... schedules, man. So if there's something they that have you five, missed... four, 
different channels. They have East Coast. They have West Coast. They were doing Nick Jr. for a long time. They had picked up that. And they picked up one other thing. They have different stations now that you can tune into. Yeah, they, I know that they got – I think there's there was more than four. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, there's Toonami, After 8, The Ocho, uh, yep. Outlaw Star. <laughs> That's funny. Right now. Um, but there's also, <gasps> yeah. What oh, am I wow, doing here? You bring here? up a guide in there. It looks like, like the TV guide channel. Yeah, that's what yep. I'm talking about. Like, they have you music can plan stations out as well. everything that you want to see. It's the thing dope. is, if you want to watch Loop on Third, Loop on the Third right now, you can watch it in four hours Jeez. when the Pacific uh, airs. <laughs> that's nuts. It's great. Uh, they actually, for I used to watch it a lot when I worked at the newspaper company. I'd have it on in the background, and during the day they would play like they had it all at the same like time slots too. Once it hit four o'clock, tsunami started. And, like, all throughout the day, it would have, like, uh, there was the cartoon cartoons, like Ed and Eddie and all that. Dragon Ball Z abridged made it on there. That's weird. Yeah, in the mornings, they would play Dragon Ball Z, an episode of Dragon Ball Z, an episode of Dragon Ball Z abridged, and then they would go into the rest of their schedule. Dragon Ball Z abridged got on there. I don't know if it was legally got on there. I don't know how fully <laughs> legal Toonami Aftermath is. Right. So, I think the secret is that they're not based in the U.S., and they're probably not based in a country that gives a shit about copyright. So good on them. Yes, good on them. please not, keep going. It, if there's no, I don't know if there's ads or not, but if they're not charging people any money or making any money off of it, it's. I think there's ads, uh, old school ads, like they still run the old commercials. Yeah, they I do. I don't know then. Well, I remember I mean, seeing. Remember when the Pokemon? Mo- remember when the Pokemon movie came out? Yep. And you could get the gold Pokemon card, like the steel cards uh-huh. or whatever it was. Yep, they got those on there. All that stuff. Was that for the movie or was that for McDonald's? Because McDonald's, McDonald's never had McDonald's didn't have the po- BK had the best like there was a point in time BK. where McDonald's calls and Burger BK. And, <laughs> the BK kids all right back the BK lounge back up oh, all right <laughs> it was uh they were head and head head to head all the time with their toys and McDonald's had like Disney and like Pixar and all this shit but McDonald's had Nickelodeon toy or I'm sorry uh, Burger King had like Nickelodeon toys they had Dragon Ball Z toys at one point they had like the they had the Pokemon shit. stuff. They had a lot of the good shit, man. These gold cards you don't see that stupid. shit anymore. I, Whenever I go to a drive-thru, I very rarely go to McDonald's, but I do go to Burger King a lot. But I look for the toy. Like, there's not even – there's nothing, like, advertising the toys or anything like that, man. I miss that. Kids don't care about it anymore, no, I guess. Kids got smart. They don't eat garbage uh, food as much. I, as a father of a four-year-old, okay. um, you don't see it because you're not looking at any venues or channels that advertise it. They're there. That's just plainly what I say. My son okay. freaks the fuck out if we even pass a goddamn McDonald's without getting a fucking <laughs> Happy Meal. All right, and it doesn't do matter. Do they still what's have a Happy Meal, or is it all big kids meals now? No, it's Happy Meal. I don't even know okay. if they still do the big kids meal, but they I they still do so. that shit. Um, yeah. Are you guys a fan of John Mulaney at all? I am, yeah. I, I like John Mulaney. You know that uh, that one skit he has of a road trip with his family? And his dad drives yeah, through? Yeah, the, the kids are, like, screaming, like, McDonald's, McDonald's. And McDonald's, like, and he, yeah. And, he, and his dad's an asshole. So he, pull, he pulls off the interstate, finds a McDonald's, rolls into the drive-thru. One black coffee, please. Gets a black coffee, and then they drive <laughs> away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, the one thing an adult can get at McDonald's that kids will not want. <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's one of his older bits too. I guess but. I don't know. These yeah. gold Pokemon cards look dumb though. It looks like someone just dipped them in gold and they're like, "Here you go, wrap it up." Uh, gold, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I guess we should go ahead and go into our weeks. So, yeah, sorry. It's on you, Scotty. What's that? Good. You're Scotty. You're, it's on you, Scotty. You're first, Mr. Right on. Yeah, you are our guest, so. Um, I've been, well, we actually, just last night, we watched the movie Onward, the Disney, new Disney Pixar mm. movie, because that's on Plus right now, since it's not. How is that? Uh, it's good. Um, is it? I, I can't say too much, because I'll spoil stuff, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun. Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, right? Yeah, so you can't go wrong there. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's a good movie. It's it was good to see a Pixar thing where not everyone looks like the Frozen characters still. You know what I mean? Like how all their humans yeah. and characters just look like they are. Can I ask? There's no like Disney princesses or anything in this. No. It's just no. Like... It's very much a, a brotherly road trip romp. So there's not even really that's cool there's for not... the boys. Yeah, it's not even it's for uh, the boys. It's not spoilers, but there's not even really a love interest or anything in it either. Good. So. Well, okay. Not like a romantic love interest. Not, no, not like yeah. Okay. No, but that that it's good. It's fun. I, I kept saying like a couple of times while we were watching it to Rachel. I'm like, I just can't get over how we are legally watching a movie that should be in theaters right now. <laughs> like that was yeah. It just took a world uh, pandemic a to do it. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. We watched that. Uh. I've been playing Doom. Um. I'm still not done with it. I just got okay past the Marauder the first time you encounter him. And I'm mm-hmm. on, I just used, it's not spoilers because it was in like a press video for it. I just used the BFG 10,000 to shoot myself onto Mars. That's where I am in it right now. Um, yeah. I love how Samuel Hayden goes, that is a weapon, not a teleporter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I was pretty happy that when Sam Hayden got in there because I. He gets in about halfway. Yeah, God, I'm only halfway through that game. Um, it's fucking long. It over, it's hard. Like the levels, each level is just too fucking long. Like I've sat down with it and now I play a level in like, like three parts. I can't play a level straight through anymore (laughs) because, you know, somebody else needs to use the TV and it's just so long. Well, so I go back now and I, I'm doing another playthrough of it and I'm getting, when I, because I, I did a hundred percent on, uh, ultra violence. Like I got everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, so now I don't. I'm not going through and getting everything. I'm just like blazing through the levels. Yeah, they're a little bit they're a little bit faster when you're not trying to find shit. You unlock faster, but they are still long per level. That's absurd. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't get fast le- travel until the end until you're about to end but the level. But it's fast too. travel for the level you're in. That's how big they are. That's dumb. Yeah. And did you miss this? You, oh, oh, fast travel to this section real quick. Oh God. Um. No, like the plat- What did you think about the Marauder for the first time? That sucked. Uh, it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have it on yeah. the easiest difficulty, and I use three extra lives on him. Um, That's not even the worst Marauder fight. I'm sure That's it's the not. Easiest Marauder fight. I, I, and at first, I was like, "Oh, why are they throwing dumb little idiot enemies in the middle of them as well?" They have yeah, to. Yeah, because that's how w- the way that I had my uh, glory kills thing set is. I I could get them from further away. Uh, they stay mm-hmm. staggered longer, and then after killing yep. them, it gives me a speed boost. Um, yep. So I pretty much stuck with that. But I, I feel like I'm at the part of the game where it's hitting its stride now, finally, because I've unlocked all the glory kill related things, and you kind of have your uh, almost your what's not layout. What's it called when you? I guess it is a layout. Like when you start a, a shooter, like a battle royale or something, or a Call of Duty, and you have to pick your stuff and your equipment before you play. Loadout. loadout. I feel like I have my loadout in that game now. Um, okay. And uh, I really only use two guns, maybe three. Because I'll use uh, the, the shotgun and the rifle, uh, and then when things get hairy, I will use the minigun to activate that shield, um, and then of course the BFG okay. if things get really bad. 
but I went the other route. I went the I I got the uh, mastery on the turret mode. Yeah, I have that, but to where I don't it know doesn't cool down it. or it doesn't overheat. Yeah, um, but did you get the super shotgun yet? Yeah, I upgraded that, that all the way right away. I feel like that's basically the weapon for the Marauder because it's quicker than the other one. If, if yeah, if also. Up. Once you get the mastery, every time you meet hook somebody, it sets them on fire. Oh, so okay. you get you get ammo at the ass. Right, right, right. And uh, also, there's a rune that I use that slows slows you down when you're in the air. Yeah, I used I tried that one and I didn't find it useful where I am, but it might come in handy later. Um, it's useful more once you start using that meat hook. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I um do a lot of the sticky bombs and that gives me time to run away and then zoom in and get a headshot off to make an enemy explode it's a lot of like when you get your rhythm down it's good but when you get pinned or you're accidentally backing into an enemy and you don't know what's behind you it sucks it just sucks um some of those uh those bonus uh where it takes you to a separate arena is it the slayer gates i think so because you you fight enemies that you haven't encountered in the main story yet. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. and those can be insane. <laughs> I think I messaged you when I suddenly got to the not the Hell Knights, but um, I thought it was two cyber demons all of a sudden. But yeah, it was two two tyrants. Because yeah, I, yeah had, I thought they. I was like, these look a lot like cyber demons. <laughs> yeah, they just there were just two, and I didn't realize it until I was killing one. I'm like, is that a cyber demon? The, then when you kill him the first time, it gives you the uh, the enemy info. Mm-hmm. I love it. The little guys are actually listed in the 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 codex as fodder. Oh yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so like the imp, the zombies, the soldiers, they are all in the fodder category. Okay. And then you get your heavies, which are your hell knights, your caco demons, yeah, yeah. your pain, pain and elementals, yeah. which are bullshit. But I they love their designs. Are bullshit, yes. Um, but it, it's a fifty-fifty shot with me right now. But I'm enjoying more of the battles because I have all the guns now, and I know what i need to do and like what my tactics are um mm-hmm. i did finally encounter a battle where i just used a bfg because i had died twice and i wasn't doing anything mm-hmm. different from previous battles so i'm like i'm not getting worse i don't think so yeah but i, I think it was a battle uh, whenever you to. <clears throat> whenever you get done we do have a spoilers uh channel for doom eternal in the discord yeah. in the scrubverse discord and me and mr haru have finished it uh all I'm going to say is, uh, for the BFG stuff, make sure you get all those Slayer Gates uh, oh, keys, okay. those Empyrean keys, because you get a really cool gun. That's what I'm going to tell you. Okay, that's fine. I need to actually mute that channel now that you mention it. Um, you probably should, because you might accidentally go in there. there. Yep, it just reminded me. I mean, it, I, I'm, I'm definitely not enjoying it as much as I did 2016, because that one just caught everyone off guard. Um I just feel like this one has too many systems that it's trying to use all at the same time for what should be an action shooter, and I think that confuses itself. So it's, I still think I still think it's good. Yeah, it's not a bad game. The platforming. I really, really feel like the it, 2016 and Doom Eternal are really different games, though. They are, uh, yeah, yeah. One focuses more on the mobility. Like, so in the first one, we were always like, you got to be moving, which is true. You got to be moving nonstop in the first one. Otherwise, you'll die. If you just sit there and try to snipe, it's not going to work as well. This one, you literally cannot stop. Yeah. 
if you stop in this one, like a lot of the times I've been using my dash to dash away from yes, things instead yes. of dashing in. I dash backwards. Like when I when I use the because it's what's what I love about the uh, the super shotgun is when you do the slowdown with the meat hook. It's the sound of a roller coaster going uphill. Yeah, yeah, tick 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 tick. Uh, but whenever I do that, especially if I'm going like against a mancubus or something that I can't kill in one uh, super shotgun shot, I'm dashing right back, right back out, and then I'm going right back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the first time so. I encountered a cyber mancubus, and he had armor on or something. God, those and suck I, in this and game. And I shot him, and I just hear a tink, and I'm like, oh, you got a fancy suit on. Fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and uh, Blood punch just makes different, makes meat, like, they are done yeah, after a blood punch. Good. It's, it's that's pretty pinkies good. uh die with a blood punch automatically yeah fuck pinky pinkies were like the enemy you had to worry about in the last one if if they were like this one not so much up, thrown into the just the the cluster of everything else going on but not mm-hmm. so much in this one yeah um they turn a lot quicker in this game though. right yeah the only one you i feel you have to worry about in the group that i've encountered so far is the, are the hell knights because they will just fucking like slam you into the ground suddenly and you're like you mean the augmented the augmented ones yeah. right though those hell knights yeah, like what yeah, just yeah hit those me? will oh, go I have crazy to take care of you even though there's a guy three times your size over there um the whiplashes are still so fucking annoying to me yeah that's the only reason i use the freeze cannon i don't really use the grenades mm-hmm. um but they're annoying uh i, I gotta finish it i gotta finish it because i i don't yeah i don't know i'm not enjoying it like i thought you're I already there um but so because of that, there was a day I've been working from home, so it is just walk downstairs, play Doom after work or something in your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there was a day this past week where I was like, I want to get further in Doom, but that game just stresses me out. I don't want to play it right now. So <laughs> instead, I went back upstairs and turned on my Dreamcast and I played Toy Commander for like an hour. Um, and we did that on the marathon, but we really didn't show it off well. It, it's such a cool single-player game, because the level that I played through, you're in a garage, and you only have a minivan that can pick up things, doesn't have any weapons, and a helicopter that can shoot stuff. But you have to find the king, the queen's jewels and the queen herself. And so, but what it is, like the way the, the, base, or the garage is set up, the the castle is like in this thing above just a tank of water and i found out you had to take the the minivan like around the back and like fall into the water fall into the treasure chest get the jewels get back up to your home base drop them off there and then turn around and you have to find a boost barrel transport that into front of in front of a jump and they get the helicopter to shoot the boost barrel so you can use the boost get up in there get the queen get back to your base and then the next level I played, you're a taxi cab, and you have to take the boyfriend to the girlfriend at the train station before she leaves. Like, this game is so... <laughs> yeah. It's such... I, I think I want to stream it because every level is different from the last, and the multiplayer is not where it shines, but that's all we've ever shown off in the mar- the Dreamcast 24-hour marathon, but... Um, okay. I've got it pulled up right now and playing... It's such a cool like a zen game because it. it's... Like, there are parts that I have no clue what to do, so I've looked them up online and not felt bad about it. But it's it's very much like, how do I... It's like a more calm Army Men 3D, if you guys ever played any of those. Uh, and No, I do remember, like, Mr. Mosquito and crap eh, like that. This kind of reminds me of that know, a little bit. The opening video of the game is really cool, because it's a kid playing with his planes and stuff and he's like and then the kid disappears Mm -hmm. and you go to the view behind the plane so you see that you're controlling the kid's really controlling everything that's going on but your plane is the vehicles that he's having fun with 
So that's kind of uh, cool. It's pretty neat. I really like that game. More people. Need uh, to I think play this it. is like this. You're an airplane, and you're having to push these eggs into a pot. That's or the first like level. That. Yeah, you have yeah. to get eggs in a pot. Um, there's a lot of different stuff. That looks frustrating. <laughs> uh, it just teaches you the controls. The game never really gets that extensive to have to do that stuff. Um, ah, gotcha. That's really. Uh... And then we got our Switch today, so we played some animal. Yes, well, by we. Did. I mean, Rachel played some Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, so I got to thank both of you guys because I reached out to Chris and asked him, like, what are you doing to prep for the Armageddon here? And he gave me some tips. <laughs> and then um, we were try- We decided we were going to try to get a Switch. And for one reason or not, uh, we just didn't We didn't get one yet. We had-, we had money set aside for a new washer and dryer. But we're like, you know, if something like that happens now that, either of those shit the bed at the same time or they both do at the same time we can just drive to my mom's house it's 20 minutes away let's just get a switch make a day out of it not not doing well rachel's on unemployment i'm not looking for a pity party from listeners but like rachel's on unemployment i'm still working but it's not the happiest time so we're like fuck it you can't go out to a show if you want to (laughs) yeah exactly that too we can't like go to a rock show or anything like that so but Corey called me and he's like are you still looking for a Switch? I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm at Walmart, and they got four. And I, like, ran down. You could probably hear me running down my stairs <laughs> and <laughs> put you on speakerphone because uh, Rachel was on the couch. I was like, can you say that again? And you're like, so uh, they got four Switches here at Walmart. You guys want one? <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, they did, and they were gone the next yeah. day. Like, the other three were gone. That's crazy. Yeah. Thank you so much for those. So we got, you know, I've done enough consoles at launch to know get another controller get the screen protector uh i bought a memory mm-hmm. card which got here before the fucking system oh that was the story i wanted to tell so you sent us the thing um mm-hmm. saying it'll get here saturday whatever for the post office and um and so i'm like ordering the memory card from amazon and rachel's like hey get a uh, we need a filter for the vacuum cleaner that's on its way because for some reason they don't sell those together and it's stupid um so, yeah, so I'm like, all right, order vacuum cleaner filter. Okay, well, somehow the the filter will get here the 21st and the memory card will get here Thursday, which that's probably because, <laughs> like, there's a warehouse nearby that just has them, like, near Pittsburgh or something. Probably, yeah. And so Saturday, she knew the mail gets here around 3. So we're, like, sitting in the living room, kind of watching YouTube. She's reading, and we uh, hear something go thunk at the front door. And um, she opens the door, and it's here. Yeah, we're just like, is that it? Is that it? Is it here? And she opens the door. She's like, oh, it's a fucking vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and she like thunks it into the living room, and she's like, we can't even use it because you ordered the filter, and that's not going to be here for another week and a half. <laughs> like, so we're just like, all right, whatever. And so. Uh, she's like, it's such a beautiful day. Let's just open the front door. And so, of course, being a smartass, I'm like, honey, it's the postman, the post, the mail person's not going to be here yet. So she opens up the door and she's like, I see him down the road. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like a kid waiting to open up Christmas presents or something like yeah, that. So it's pretty funny. That's awesome. Yeah, but we have it all hooked up. We got our friend codes and stuff, and she's playing right. Animal Crossing right now. So right yeah, on. It's good. So thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. Well, I mean, speaking of Anna, I'm, I'm assuming that, that that's it for your week. Yeah, the only thing I'll mention, right. because I'm a weirdo, I've already had Switch games before I even got the Switch. I already had Bomberman, and we had Night Trap, because I'm a psychopath. So, 
Well, one, because you love Bomberman. The other one was like a special edition thing, right? Because you love Night Trap. Nope. That's just a regular version. <laughs> oh. No, honestly. Okay. Never mind. No, it was at too many games, and I, uh, the limited run dude was talking to us at our Mega Visions booth, and I was like, oh, do you guys still have Night Trap? And I, like, double-checked online. People are trying to sell it for, like, 70, 80 bucks on the Switch. He's like, yeah, I think so. I mean, I'll, I'll try to hold one for you. I'm like, you don't need to do that. I'll just be over at some point. And then I realized, like, I have to own this version because Nintendo stated in court that Night Trap will never be on a <laughs> Nintendo console. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to go yep. get this for Switch. So I have it on Switch. Yep. Yeah. So it's a piece of history. Well, since you were talking, you, you, let's segue. I will segue into my week since you were talking about Animal Crossing. Uh, I picked up a copy when I bought, when I picked up your copy as on well. Sale. I started playing it yesterday. It was on sale. Yeah. Walmart has them right now. If you're listening to this, if they're still on sale, they're like 50 bucks. Do it. Uh, but hold on. Let me go back. Uh, yeah. So I was like, I had, I, I bought it like on Wednesday and it's been sitting on my desk and I'm like, man, I don't know if I really want it. I want to. Uh, I'm going to get into more into this later, but I, I want to use that money for another project that I want to do. So last night I said, F it. Me and my wife got done cleaning her office because we do that every week and we get paid for that. And I came home, we ate dinner. She was just kind of chilling, watching TV. So I came in here, I said, screw it. I'm going to stream Animal Crossing because everyone and their mother is right now. Right. So I, I played it and I had like seven viewers the whole time, like helping me, like teaching me things. Uh, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. <laughs> Like I, I've never played an Animal Crossing game before, and it's like Chris said, he's like it's it's little things that it rewards you for doing like little things, and it keeps you want to keep going, and you have like daily things that you want to do, and you're like, oh, I just got to get this uh, TV or not to TV, I need to get this uh, expansion for my inventory, or I need to get this, I want to get better tools, I want to do this, and it's it's fun, it's a fun game. Let me ask you this, yeah. oh, sorry, uh, Animal Crossing or Harvest Moon? Uh, so Animal Crossing, so with Harvest Moon, I have very specific ones that I play and it's usually the older ones. Mm -hmm. Like I really like Back to Nature. That's like the pinnacle of Harvest Moon for me. They've changed things a lot to where I don't really like it so much. Uh, but I'm going to say this is a situation where they are similar games, but they're also different. different games. They are different. Uh, one, obviously Animal Crossing, like wants you to do small little tasks and be rewarded for them right away. Harvest Moon is more like an investment. Like you're like, I'm going to plant these tomatoes and in six days I'll be able to harvest them. And then while I'm doing that, I got my cows I need to take care of. And also I need to start wooing this girl so I can eventually marry her and all this other stuff. Uh, I like both of them though. They're very, I like that. They're very Zen games is what I call them. That, uh, sounds more like Stardew Valley. I mean, well, I know Stardew Valley. Well, yes, Stardew Valley and Harvest that, Moon yeah. are like. Stardew yeah. Valley is Harvest Moon and Minecraft put together. Right, right. right. So, but no, Harvest Moon. This is my very first Harvest Moon you game. I've Crossing? always heard people. No, no, no. Let him go. Yes. Let him go. Oh. No, nope, that's right. Animal <laughs> Crossing. This is my very first Animal I Crossing love Animal game. Moon. Uh, uh, Animal Moon. I've been. Moon I've Crossing. got rum and I've been drinking beer all day. Uh, so cut me some. What's slide. your island called? That took me forever to name because <laughs> yeah. so my yeah. my my residential like f so everyone gets a different fruit that grows on your island oh. that you randomly just okay. get. I got peaches. Okay. Rachel has. So someone's like, you I shouldn't. Think. Nice. Uh, you're gonna want to meet up with other people and trade those fruits with them. But uh, 
And now someone was like, oh, you should name it like Georgia or you should name it like something with peaches. And I was like, I just named it Scrubbers is what I named okay. it. <laughs> so, um, and then later I was like, I should have called it Peach Butt because these peaches look like butts. Yeah, I was going to say, you should have named it like Booty Island or some shit like that. Yeah. I don't know what all Nintendo will let you put. <laughs> so. Abby from Giant Bomb, her island is just named Butt. <laughs> and her flag is like the simplest drawing of just a bare ass. And now that, uh, yeah, it's great. Butt Island. So she. I was has, trying like, to think of cool, uh, funny palindromes and stuff oh, too, yeah, but yeah. I couldn't think of any. I was trying to think of you because you kept saying some goofy palindromes when we were playing the Capcom beat 'em up bundle, but I couldn't think of anything. Oh, I did. I don't even remember that. I'm a genius. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Rachel's is. Uh, she she had a hard time too because it's only ten characters you can use. Um, to, oh, okay. To name I didn't it. know that. And so she wanted to do like Disney stuff and other stuff and like inside jokes, but and then her favorite Universal monster is. Uh, her movie is Creature from the Black Lagoon, but also Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. So she settled on Gilman. So it's Gilman Island. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. So, but I was like, yeah. Should have just named it Mon- Monster Squad well, Island. I, tried, I, I thought anything, I was like. trying to think of like abbreviations like un- for Universal Monster, but all I could come up with was capital U Monster. So it's like U Monster Island doesn't really flow. <laughs> Should have named it Nards. Yeah. <laughs> that would have worked. Nards Island. Um, Nards Island. But I was like, yeah, do uh, Gilman, because if anybody sees the name of your island, they'll be like, oh, she must like monsters. I'll go check out her island or something. I don't know how any of that works <laughs> if you can even see that stuff online. but uh, You can see. I don't know. I haven't dealt with the online too much because like that game works in real time. Yeah. So uh, she probably has done the part where she has to like get her house built. Her house won't be built until 5 a.m. real time. Oh, whatever. So... That's why a lot of people are doing the time skip in the Switch and all that shit. Yeah, so. there is some broken, dumb stuff. Like, if you buy a pair of sunglasses, or you, you select, buy these sunglasses, and they're like, all right, the next day, they'll be ready for you to pick up. It's like, what? You have to like wait, special yeah, because they're being mailed oh, to you. <laughs> mail my ass. That's dumb. Fucking Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, it's always Nintendo. It is. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, the, but no. there's some other, there's some bullshit. I... Animal Crossing's really good. You own a Switch now, yeah, sir. Yeah, no, I was I was annoyed that we just finished making our Mies for the hell of it, and then we get into Animal Crossing, and Animal Crossing, you can pick three kinds of eyeballs. Meanwhile, we just made our Mii that's mm-hmm. no one ever going to see on this console for anything, and you have like 30 eyes you can choose from. They had said something at the very beginning that you it says you can change all this later, yeah, so maybe you, you unlock more stuff, so I don't know. But uh, so besides that, I've also uh, recently I did a cooking stream on You're Wednesday night. You were teleporting around your kitchen. It scared me for a second. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was really fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, I want to do more of them because I just like cooking. But the Internet was real bad. I didn't have a long enough Ethernet cable to run from my office to the kitchen. Uh, so I was going to do it off of Wi-Fi. And that's why I was teleporting all over my kitchen when I was streaming. So it was real bad, but this led into uh, I have decided that I'm going to build a home internet server for my house. I'm going to have a server cabinet where the modem will be, the router will be. I'll have a patch panel where all of my Ethernet cables that are connected into the walls throughout the house uh, terminate at. And all that's going to be connected into a uh, an Ethernet port switch to where basically every room... Every main room besides like bathrooms and like stuff in common like hallways and stuff like that will have Ethernet cable ports so that everything can be hardwired. Mm-hmm. And if you are ever able to do this for your house that you own, 
and you have the extra money to do it, I highly recommend it because it's going to be so much everything. Wi-Fi is great. The world has come a long way with its Wi-Fi. But let's be honest, being hardwired into everything is probably the best way to go. So at the end of this, uh, the only thing that will be on our Wi-Fi is our phones and any guest phones that come in. And uh, but no, I'm going to get it done for about 700 total. I went up since you talked about Um, it last. (laughs) Well, okay, so I say 700, but 100 of that is like my Amazon credit that I have. I I decided to spend some more money on this, uh, a better server and a better router. Mm hmm. So uh, right, right, right. that will be good oh, on those. Oh, we yelled at you for it. And, yeah, I'm dumb. All right. <laughs> so that. people that weren't on that stream, uh, I am currently using one of the two-in-one modems that your internet provider lets you rent. Yeah. And uh, I pay for a gigabyte internet. I pay a internet. internet. What's the internet down here? Is that one of them nets you can catch a bunch of them fish oh, with? My, uh, my Yahoo's are dropping. Someone clean out the tubes. <laughs> Shut down the aim. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, I suppose, I'm supposed to have one gigabyte internet, and I get like maybe 300 megabyte download speeds, which is unacceptable. So I mean, I can't give you much shit because the reason I knew not to ever rent a thing is... The first roommate I had out of college, he had a bad experience with renting uh, all that crap. And so he's like, we're not doing that. Like when we were signing up for Ryzen and stuff, he's like, we're not doing that. I have one right here. Learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. We got our own. We're fine. We don't need to pay 50 extra. Well, if you think about dollars. it, even if you're paying. Yeah, if you're paying $10 a month in just one year, you've paid $120 for probably a modem or router or modem router combo. That's pretty garbage. Yep. That's how they get you. So. But I do get it. Like, I remember being poor as shit and only had enough money to get the internet. And I'm just like, oh, you're not going to charge me any money right now? Yeah, give me that modem right yeah. now. <laughs> right. We've all been broke. Yep. So, but yeah, it's going to. So I ordered the modem. I was talking to my network administration guy at work and I was talking to TJ. He helped me out as well. I got a modem ordered. I got a. Uh, so I ordered the modem. I ordered the Wi-Fi router. I got a really nice like TP link for like 180 bucks. It's really it's got all these fucking it it transforms like it all folds in and then like all these antennas fold out and it looks like a fucking transformer. So it looks really cool. More antennas means more coverage, right? Yes. And uh but then I've also bought the Switch as like the not the Nintendo Switch, oh. the Ethernet port yeah, switch. The, the Nintendo is the so that uh it is. So all that should be coming in on Wednesday, and I'm very excited because I know what my internet, my download, and my upload speeds are right now, and I'm excited to see what they're going to be. So, cool. Congrats. Uh, other than that, I got really salty on t- Thursday night throwdowns with Anarchy Reigns. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Finally, so bad to where Scotty almost was like, "Hey, you need to mute yourself." <laughs> hey, I don't know. I've I've had to do that with streaming before, and and it, what's funny is. You were finally experiencing what I experience every fucking time we play that game. So I was just sitting there quietly. I wasn't going to say that on stream because yeah. I am so, trash at that Anarchy game. Anarchy Reigns. I'm trash at all fighting games. I, I thought I was pretty good. Out of our group, I, I, was, I felt like I was one of the topper, top tier players. No, out of the group, but then, you are the best player as far as Anarchy But then we had, a, we had a former Sega Addicts player came in and played oh, with us, and I knew I was up... He wasn't from Sega Addicts, but he had played with the Sega Addicts before. 
Okay. Yeah. I knew we were in trouble because his level was 50. Yeah. And that's the Probably max. The only, <laughs> like, USA user, or, like, East, not Japan yeah. user that's logged on in the past five years with a level that mm-hmm. high. That guy uh, bent me over and took care of me very well. <laughs> So, yeah, I got a little salty with it, but uh, also, I don't know if you guys noticed, it was really bad laggy that night. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, I have the footage from that. I mean, the Um, second round, I suddenly didn't have enemies on my screen, so. Yeah, when we were playing survival (laughs) mode, uh, fucking Yao were teleporting everywhere. I'm like, why aren't you hitting these bad guys? And it turns out I didn't have any bad guys (laughs) on my screen. You guys were were fighting your own. You're like, what the fuck? We're like, just run about? by Chris and start swinging. <laughs> it was it was a mess. Yep. And I still didn't get the footage that I wanted, but it is what it is. Uh, other than that, I am buying a finally buying a riding lawnmower for two thousand dollars. That's the best video so, game. <laughs> yeah, that's a simulator if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. But we got to do it. We have uh, knock on wood been very. We have not been affected so much by the COVID nineteen stuff financially. Uh, I was able to actually get a work bonus for 2019. Nice. Uh, we got a pretty pretty nice income tax came in, so we need. I'm we're tired of having to ask uh, my wife's uncle to come mow it for him. He's also a little bit older. He's in like his 60s, so he doesn't need to be getting out if he doesn't need to, especially in this time yeah. of how the world is. So he's helping me. If I buy, I'm buying, I'm getting a pretty nice lawnmower. It's like it's a nice one. And I'm gonna, they're gonna deliver it, so I don't have to go pick it I up. You're and gonna all that start shit. talking about the specs of the lawnmower. I'm just gonna be like, don't. No, no, no. no, no. I thought about it in my head, and I was like, that. Like, nah, this probably isn't the best area to do that. I'll get on my old man podcast later and do that one. Yard work. But I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, what was it? I think I streamed some Doom on Tuesday, and uh, that was fun. That was all so, right. Been streaming Animal Crossing. Can I ask you about the cooking streaming thing, like? Sure, yeah. Like, if you do that and you are you already ate for the day or whatever, what do you do with the food? Or do you do that in preparation of, like, I haven't had dinner today, I'm going to stream myself making yeah, dinner? Yeah, that's, that's dinner. Okay. Yeah, that's I dinner. I thought about that, like, I don't know. Yeah, so I gotta give shout-outs to Jason Sipe. He's one of the reasons that I wanted to start doing them. And he, not egged, that's the wrong, uh, egged me on, that's the wrong motivated word you? to use. Incentivized he, he motivated me. Yeah. Yeah, he motivated me to, he's like, you should do it, do it, just do it more. There needs to be more cooking streams. So I made uh, dirty, uh, some homemade dirty rice courtesy of Isaac Tope's recipe, and I made some uh, white chocolate and cranberry uh, cookies. And uh, I, so I was talking to him about it after stream, and he was telling me too that you really got to learn how to stagger your cooking things. Because like there was a lot of times where we weren't cooking anything, and uh, the chat was kind of dead, so it was just me kind of standing around just doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And you got to, like, stagger everything to where when you're done with something, you can move on to the next thing that you're cooking Interesting. and all that stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, that was your first stream, I was more so. stressed out. Of, yeah, I was also more stressed out about the internet situation and all that as well. Uh, I also drank way too much for that stream, so I was kind of, like, got really quiet towards the end. Uh, I, I tried White Claws for the first time this week. Uh, they're, they're eh. Yeah, eh. what a shock. Sorry, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to start. The only thing I will say for them, they have two things going for them. They do have 5% alcohol going for them, which isn't too bad. And they also are supposed to keep you hydrated while you drink, but whatever. Yeah. So, 
Chris, stop looking at me. Nobody drink. Nobody drinks your twelve percent of uh, alcohol per bottle of beer. I think uh, whatever. The um, he's just drinking liquor now. He's he's trying to make a statement. Yes, he's a drunk. <laughs> I've always functional said alcoholic, he, not a drunk. The uh, the, the I always alcoholic. say that I'm I'm glad that I am a lightweight because I get drunk for less money. Mm. Look. You live my life. You've been to the places where I've been to. <laughs> you grow a tolerance to this shit. I'm older than you, He's Chris. A marine. <laughs> he drinks like a marine. That's true. And Scotty's older than both of us. You've never been beer boarded before. Thank you for your yeah. service. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome for your service. Right. <laughs> You're welcome for my service. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, that's all I really got. That's yeah. That's all for my week. Cool. Uh, my shit's short and sweet. I spent a lot of money in a short period, short amount of time. Jesus fucking Christ, dude! <laughs> That's something new and different. He gave me a rundown in Discord messages on what all he bought. Um, I'm just gonna stick to what I bought this week because overall, um, I know that my Chris, wife Scotty's face. <laughs> like you talk about, like I don't. For some reason, I don't think you're talking about canned goods and uh, toilet paper. So I mean, I have those things. Yeah, that's not included with what i'm gonna say mm. and i mean I've, I've i've brought up a few things um i got another set of speakers over there because i bought a record player um oh yeah sorry i was no help with that <laughs> yeah no, no it's it's fine um i decided that i'm really at the point where i've finished collecting video games because there's really not a, a lot else for me to get other than like super now high he's gonna stuff. collect people. Yeah. So now I'm moving into vinyls. <laughs> Fucking um, yeah, dude! I went down that hole and I'm trying to crawl out now. Um, my vinyls are pretty cheap because I buy from like no name bands and black metal bands that'll never get anywhere in life. Um, sorry, it's the truth. I did look at like lincoln parks meteora they want two hundred dollars for that shit oh that's yeah that's not fucking happening no it's the dumbest thing you'll find real quick that like like i've 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 stumbled across um things that were not initially vinyl but bands or the record companies have done re uh, re-releases of them so i've like had to get like fucking goldfinger's first album or sugar cult's first album but Rachel went crazy and got me an album, and I knew how much she paid for it, and I was like, don't do this again. <laughs> yeah, no. I think I think the, the magic number is 20 bucks for a vinyl. I think that's, that's acceptable. Bad, I, I, that's cheap, honestly, depending on how many tracks are on it, but yeah. I mean, like, it's I either listen to hardcore hip-hop or fucking blazing, screaming, progressive, technical death metal. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a spectrum. When I worked at, Have fun trying to collect when I worked at Hastings... When I worked at Hastings, we would get those people everyone because we took vinyl mm -hmm. and uh, as traded and people every once in a, you wouldn't get it. It was very rare, but every once in a while you get that person that brought in their collection because they didn't want it anymore. And you're just like, I got like tons of Rush albums and a bunch yeah. of like uh, I think one day I wasn't there, but someone like brought in like a bunch of old Green Day vinyls wow. and stuff like That's that money. and like a bunch of shit and all that. I got like I have the Star Wars, the first soundtrack on vinyl. I have uh, Rocky, Rocky One soundtrack on vinyl, uh, a bunch of them. Uh, I also, when I worked at Hastings, it was, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of a band called Them Crooked Vultures. Yes. Uh, when That's their first fucking um, Dave Grohl's band, I think. It's it's Ow. Jason Holmes from Queens of the Stone Age. Yep. Dave Grohl mm -hmm. and uh, bass player from Led Zeppelin. Oh. 
I mean, if it's not Jimmy Page and uh, Robert Plant, I don't know who they are. <laughs> I think it's one. I know it's going to sound really bad, but it's one. I think it, it, it's the bass player from Led Zeppelin. Sure, I'll take your word. I think for Scotty's it. looking it up. Uh, but uh, the reason I bought that vinyl is because you got the album as a download for free. Yeah, too. John Paul Jones. Yeah, no, th- those those are great values. Um, I'm keeping a rule that I keep a log of all the music that I listen to on a website called Sputnik Music. And if I'm not rating it like a 4.5 or a 5, which I very rarely do, then I'm not fucking buying it. Yeah. So, Fair enough. Uh, John, because oh, th- sorry. I know that I'll fucking lose my mind going down fucking vinyl rabbit holes for every single album that I either listen or just barely like. Yep, yep, yep. yep. What were you saying, Scott? Uh, John Paul Jones is the basis. That's who it is. They have John Paul Jones. I actually really waiting cool. for a second an album from them, but they've only had the one. Um, it might just be a one-off thing that they do, and not a lot of super groups come back for a second or third album. They were talking about it, but I think Jason Holmes is doing something with Iggy Pop right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Iggy the Pop is still Iggy fucking Pop is still, shit. Yeah, still fucking alive. It's bullshit. <laughs> what do you mean bullshit? I love Iggy Pop. No, I'm saying that guy is ripped like a motherfucker oh, still. Oh, yeah, no, life's not fair, Corey. Life's not fucking fair. Yeah. It's terrible. He's 72. Um, yeah. yeah. He's 72 and it looks like a fucking 30-year-old, I mean, dude. Looks like yeah, he's, he's built like a shit brick house. It looks like he's made of leather now. That's true, yeah. That's the sun. I mean, he was That's like... That's the sun. He never, wore, <laughs> he never wore a shirt. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's from California and didn't wear clothes. Right. Like, But that's Iggy Pop. No one's going to fucking say anything to Iggy Pop. Um, I just turned around because I realized I found the first vinyl I ever got uh, recently. Um, it was at a show and the dudes were packing up and the merch guy just handed it to me because I was looking at stuff and wanted to buy something, but it was like high school or something. It's a fucking Mighty mm. Mighty Boston single. That's a small vinyl, dude. It's a little seven inch. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, oh, it's cool to see through. It's got a, uh, it's got impression that I get their big hit and then another one off another of album added again. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have a bunch of random. Well, I recently like got the. I don't. I'm not gonna go grab it, but I got. I guess we all got vinyl then, because I picked up the messengers. Uh, I didn't album know that you collected vinyl. vinyl. I honestly, I I must have forgotten that you said you got the messenger. But mm. now that you said I, it, have, I need to go get the messengers. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's still twenty dollars, but I have. So right now in my office, I have Windjammers vinyl. I have the the messenger vinyl. I have the shovel knight vinyl. I pre-ordered that the second it came out. I have I have the Shovel Knight uh, vinyl and the physical CD. That's awesome. And then in the main house we have like a uh, not an egg crate because like or milk crate because milk crates actually don't hold vinyls. They don't They're not long anymore, enough. Yeah, yeah. which is weird because every time I remember watching that '70s show, whenever Hyde ended up running that record store. At one point, they were like, we got to put these records in something. So they went and stole a bunch of milk crates. So I was like, oh, cool. You just use milk crates for vinyls when I started collecting them. No, you have to buy milk crates that are, like, slightly longer. Well, they used to be the right size. We learned that recently when when we moved uh, to where we are now because I didn't have one for my vinyls. uh, So I went and bought some just, like, blindly. Like, yeah, this is what I need. And I get them back home and, like, nothing fits in it. So, But Rachel has – well, you guys were here. You saw they were in a milk crate. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, yeah, they she has the, the ones right that do fit more, I guess, or something. I don't know. It's weird. Huh? Yeah, it's dumb. That's why don't ever pay like twenty five or thirty dollars for these wooden ones you see that are like specifically for vinyls oh, we just and use all this those other square shit. IKEA shelves now. 
Yeah, we bought yeah, a five dollar plastic yeah. thing from Walmart. Those work. I got my first two vinyls in today, and they fit fine in there. Nineteen eighty X. That soundtrack's Perfect. on vinyl. I snagged that as soon as I could. That is because you can't find it anywhere. That's a really good one right too. now for some reason. It was only like a Kickstarter. You can't find. Yeah, thing. not not that just the vinyl. You can't find the OST anymore. No. So it's fine. You guys are going to soon learn that money is not really an uh, an option for or an issue for me. Uh, I pre-ordered the Polymega. Nice. With the, yeah, this is the one where I was like, okay. "Fuck the whole the whole thing." Just just give me everything uh, that goes. You did with the it. Uh, the full. Uh, I think there's four models out right now, right outside of the base. There's, no, 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 no. So there's base model, oh, and then there's five. four expansions. Yeah. So base model is just pretty much anything CD based. You got your Neo Geo CD, your Saturn CD, which is the biggest reason why anyone would buy the Polymega, so you could play that HDMI. Uh, PlayStation, which you have a PS3, just go ahead and play it on the PS3. Right. Um, there's also like, uh, I think it also plays PC Engine CD. Yeah. Um, you know, those things. Then you have the NES extension, the Super Nintendo extension, the Sega Genesis extension, and then there's some other shit that I just, Turbo I don't fucking care. Turbo graphics. Tur- I just, I just hit the pre-order button. I don't do, care. Do, I just wanted the Saturn. Yeah. What? Does Famicom or Super Famicom come with that? I think so. Um, okay. We're going to find out in October yeah. when it comes out. The, um, Maybe. We should preface that with anyone that doesn't know what that is, because the more I've talked about the Polymega outside of like Megavisions, the more I realize no mm-hmm. one knows what it is besides us, it seems. Because um, it's, it's a console like the Retron, um, but you can also dump your games onto it. You dump your library onto it. I mean, you could like, dump your library on the Retron Five also. Oh, really? I yeah, didn't know same that. with the I, Retro I've Freak. Heard yeah. some... This one just has different options that the Retron and the Retro Freak. Don't yeah, it's have. you spend more money for the ease the of base. making it work better. So, for example, for the Retro Freak, it just copies the data and it saves it to a hard drive. That's really fucking easy. Right. For the Retron Five, you have to like get an SD card, reformat that to something that's not fucking normal, slip that bitch in the back. Then, you know, for Genesis games, it's one for one. It'll it'll just dump on there. But for, like Super Nintendo games, you can't do that. You have to rip the ROM from the cart, which nobody without the proper tools are going to do that. So you just end up getting the emulators online or the ROMs online, oh. then dumping it to the to the cart. It's convoluted. It's stupid. The Retron Five sucks. Okay. Yeah, um, the Retro Freak's a little bit better because you're able to just scan onto a. A little you know, bit better. No, it's a lot of bit yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of bit better. After seeing it, when I brought it for, for when I came up for MAGFest, you were just like, this is fucking good. This is amazing. This is great. And you know what? I probably would have spent my money on the on the Retro Freak had it not been knowing about the Polymega. And to be quite honest, I didn't know that the Polymega had all those extensions for it. And I was just like, wow, this plays Saturn. Yeah, that's, that's all I yeah, care about. That, um, so it, it as a base model, it's basically a hub to plug things into and then a CD drive. And so like Chris yep. said, he got the four extensions for that and they're going to be releasing more over time. They kind of had a, a tire fire on their social media cause they don't know how to talk to people. Um, but they, I think they learned <laughs> to shut up and to only announce things as they are actually happening. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's exciting to see what they're going to do because you'll, that's the thing for me is like, I'll be able to just save my Saturn library and like, put my library aside or all these cartridges uh whatever the camera can see behind me and stuff there's way more of that at my mom's house but um that's the big thing is like the fact that you can 
because there hasn't been anything out to play CD-based games like this, CD retro games. No. And since the new consoles aren't going to maybe do it 100%, then this might be the way to go. But uh, I love how there was the discount or something, like the crazy... I think each base or each add-on's like fifty or sixty bucks. Seventy bucks. The, the Chris bundle. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I love that they have discounts, which is like twenty dollars off of the one you did, or something just like that doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. Like the base model is the base model. Okay, so the Chris Powell model yeah. is three hundred bucks, and then the Chris Wenzel model is five hundred. But each of the exp- expansions are seventy bucks. So yeah, they're fifty bucks a pop if you just get them all together. Right, but even still, the base model is, uh, what did we say that was Saturn, Sega CD, PS One, and TurboGrafx CD. So that's still three hundred bucks for four retro consoles that each you're gonna have a time finding. The the biggest thing about this is the biggest turn on for this for me is the systems go bad before the software goes bad. So mm. I kind of continually talk myself out of buying whatever saturn other saturn i see because i only have one saturn i finally got a second dreamcast because i we do the 24 hours on it every year so i probably should have a backup on that thing so yeah your one died yeah it sort of didn't play a game it was uh god you guys couldn't see but i'm sure everybody in the room felt my butthole tighten when that happened but yeah Well, luckily, we had enough people there with the Dreamcast. Yeah, as well. AJ brings his Dreamcast <laughs> yeah. every year just in case. But uh, but that's the no, big thing the about the Polymega for me is like hardware, more updated hardware for old games. And apparently, they're planning on having support from other third parties, so you'll be able to access a storefront. Oh right, yeah. Um, and buy indie games, but you know what? Another console tried doing that, and that was the fucking Ouya. Right. And that fucking burned down like a dumpster fire. So when it comes to Ooh, shit yeah. like that, uh, I take it with a grain of salt. The fact is is that the Polymega promises um, to have certain types of support with these other retro consoles. So that's the main appeal to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also bought one of the last remaining uh, 3DS with capture card conversion. You, so, dehumidifier. Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh no, you got a console you with the thing in it. You were, you were showing us that giant box. Yes. It was like a shoebox. Okay, so no, what that is is a Intelligent Designs Nitro emulator that converts the DS into, you know, you have to have two televisions in order for it to fucking work. Oh, right. But you know, the top one will be the top screen, the bottom one will be the bottom screen. I didn't get that. Because I wasn't ready to spend $700, so instead I spent a little bit less Great. and got um, the actual three, uh, 2DS with a capture card conversion Great. in it. Um, this company called Loopy used to make them all the time. Because that's uh, their They went base. under last year. Sorry. Because that's what happens. <laughs> uh, and then they sold the rest of their product over to a German company called Murky. All these names. And then Murky <laughs> had – yeah, they're great. They're great. Uh, it's apparently some dude's last name, Stephen Murky. Oh, that's um, too bad for him. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I got one of the last copies of it. So cool. It's supposed to come Monday, so the day after this podcast comes out, or the day before this podcast Congratulations. comes Congratulations. Thank you. Better I can now some, stream uh, 3DS. Yeah. I don't even know. I look back, and I'm like, I don't want to see any of those games on stream. Corey has something to say. Oh, good. Question. Go for you it. You don't stream. 
Record. Record okay. is the okay. right answer. Document. Thank you. Okay. I can document. Okay. Archive. <laughs> like, I wasn't going to call you out, but you have specifically said on this podcast that you're like, I don't like streaming. So I don't like streaming. Finally, no, you're 100% finally, right. Finally, Mega Visions can stream Sonic Chronicles, The Dark Brotherhood. I will fucking do yeah. it. Yeah. So with the 3DS, uh, so so the three does the 2DS play? Their DS though. Yes, 2DS, so plays 3DS, the... and DS. I can. But it doesn't. Yeah. So this is this is the only thing that I'm worried about. Like just for some fucking reason, for some stupid ass fucking reason, if the 2DS does not play DS games or capture DS games, I'm gonna be very upset. Not that I could do anything about it. But I would be fucking would furious. You, shouldn't you have looked that up before you bought it? I did look it up, and it sounded like it did, <laughs> but I feel like people lie to me. Oh, boy. Even when they're not talking to me, they're still lying to me. He works for okay. our government, ladies and gentlemen. That is true. <laughs> I work for the government, and I, I always feel like I'm being lied government to. Government so came and took my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we'll find out tomorrow how everything works out. I, you mean two days? Two days, whatever. whatever. I don't give a fuck. Time Day after this podcast right comes out. I'm your other part of your brain. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Corey. I only know I what day colors. of the week it is when we have to take a trash out. That's how I keep being trash. Dude, I almost forgot my trash this week. <laughs> uh, look, I let my alarm clock let me know when Monday is because I don't have an alarm on Saturday or Sunday. And I've been in this room seven days a week for probably 14 hours a day. And then I go It's to getting sleep. real rough. A lot of people are like, for you that don't know, today is Wednesday or today is Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's, it's crazy. Uh, start playing Resident Evil 3 oh, Remake. Cool. Um, for forty-seven cents. Did you play two for forty-seven cents? Shut up, Corey. Did you play? <laughs> you gotta tell that story that happened too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Okay, so I thought we talked about this last week, but uh, I'll just did go we? into it. We again. might have. Maybe I'm we did. almost Maybe positive. Did. I'm, I'm going to give the too long didn't read on it. Yeah. Uh, I go on websites like Green Man Gaming, Fanatical, Humble Bundle because they sell games in bundles for cheap. Usually these games are garbage with the exception of Humble Bundle because they actually get like backing from the developers and these other publishers or these other companies do not. Um, well, I go on Fanatical, I buy the $6 Spring Mystery Bundle and the second game, and I'm supposed to get 10 games with it, okay? I open up my second game, and it says, congratulations, you won the best of 2020. I'm like, okay, cool. What the fuck does that mean? Well, it turns it's, it's, out. It's March. How is it the best yeah, of Yeah, this is so the best far. of 2020. It's been three fucking too. months. Yeah. Turns out uh, I won six games, two of which were not released. I won Monster Hunter uh, Iceborne Edition, Monster Hunter World Iceborne Edition Master whatever. That's an $80 game. I won Doom Eternal, which I already bought. I won Metro Exodus, which I already bought. I won Death Stranding, which I already bought. But I also won Trials of Mana, which doesn't come out until later on this month. And then Resident Evil 3 Remake. Those things are pretty cool. Um, that's the end of the story for me. <laughs> but on Thursday, when I try explaining this entire like fiasco scenario to people... Everyone was just like, you get fucking Resident Evil. Hold on. Everybody. Fucking Brett. Nah, you. I understood it was a gamble. Scotty. 
uh, TJ, some Avery other fucking people in the, the street. Discord. All I heard was, I could get Resident Evil now? <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and, I, and I'm repeating over and over again, guys, it's not guaranteed. Guys, it's, it's a gamble. And I, I understand, Corey, that you, know, you acknowledge it for what it is, but you still bought it twice. I bought it three times. Okay, you didn't tell me that. <laughs> I did it three times because there was one game I got in every fucking bundle. Look, it's you didn't the get the best bad game games I got was it. under under whatever that fighting under night in birth. Yeah, but all of us got in birth. Yeah, I didn't get it. I still haven't gotten it yet. I got it. And oh, gave do it to you Brent. want it? <laughs> yeah, you gave it to Brett. Uh, yeah, I do want it actually. It's a Give good fighting game right here. I, I, that was the only sure, thing Sure, I've got 20 games I still haven't opened up. Um, oh, and we all got uh, Blaz Blue as well. Blaze Blue, however you say it. Whatever. No, Guilty Gear is what you got. Guilty Gear is Oh, is that it? Sorry. There were a lot of names going yeah. around. And and, uh, and the thing is that they, they had two different Guilty Gears that they were giving out, not including the bad one, because Guilty Gear 2 Overture is a shit game, which, honestly, we all need to play. Because it's it's... It's that special type of trash. No, you're shaking your head. No, it, the answer is yes. Uh, but no, that I, happened. I've, I failed many tests, sir. I can pick my answers. <laughs> this is America, damn it. Um, I was trying to think Resident Evil Three. Stick with it or not? Uh, my stick works on PC. It is very, very good. It is very, very scary. Did you play um, the second one? The second remake. I did play the second remake. Okay. I love oh, that yeah, game. Oh, yeah, you talked about that, phenomenal. too. Sorry. The Keep game going. is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I've only been able to play a little bit of 3. I have played from what they've, what new they've added to right at the beginning of what you expect to see at Resident Evil 3 on the PlayStation. Like, the OG PlayStation. Because, it, like, it, my memory may serve me incorrectly, but... Um, when Resident Evil 3 opens up, you have Jill walking down the hall, the the alleyways. You got the fucking dogs that come out of nowhere. You got the zombie that comes out. And then you go in the back of this warehouse, and then there's an old fucking fat man that goes into the back of the truck and locks himself in. And that's supposed to be the opening for Resident Evil 3. Am I right or am I wrong? Sure. Unfortunately, cool. I don't know it that well. This was the only cool. of the original ones I didn't like it too much. Okay, that's fine. Um, this opening completely fucking different it is supposed to like everyone knows resident evil 2 and 3 happen in tandem right next to each other yeah um this is going in more depth with jill's backstory Mm -hmm. of what took place after resident evil 1 and what the ramifications were when she tried exposing everything that umbrella was involved with so Um, technically you could see this as this is like this kind of sounds like what Resident Evil 2 should have been. Yeah, like, that's uh, it, how people felt originally with it. Yeah. And then Leon, the Leon one, which is Resident Evil 2, should have been 3, which was working in tandem with what the Claire, or not Claire, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. I, I think that that I didn't be... know they were happening in tandem at the same time. I never knew that. I think actually, you didn't know that? Think, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think three, I didn't play Resident Evil as a kid. I think 3 so, starts slightly before Leon and Claire get into town. Like, 3 starts yes. with things are just starting to shit is just get starting bad. to get the fan so three is when everything starts going to hell two then happens because things are already gone to hell during the hell yeah and then leon and claire leave the city and two ends and then 
the nuke goes off in three when Jill bounces. So two happens in the middle of three taking. Do place. they ever meet up? Like, do Claire, Leon, and so, Jill ever meet up? Not in the no. Original. I want to say not. No, they never meet up. However, they are in the same area. In the original game, Claire is at the clock tower, and the clock tower is referenced that. a lot in Resident Evil Two. Um, I don't know if it's the same clock tower. I could be wrong. I never played two all the way on the PlayStation N sixty four. But I do remember there being a clock tower in Resident Evil 2 Remake. Um, from what I've heard, and I don't know if this is considered a spoiler, so heads up, skip over for the next two seconds. Um, there is no clock tower in Resident Evil 3. There's been a lot of changes that have been made to Resident Evil 3's story, allegedly. I don't know. I haven't gotten that far. Um, but in the beginning of Resident Evil 3, Nemesis comes out right out the gate, barreling through one of the walls of Jill's apartment, and the oh, chase is just shit. fucking on. Okay. It's just high octane. That's yo, cool. this motherfucker is going to beat your ass. Is is huh. this is Nemesis scarier than Mix, Mr. X? Yes. Okay. Yes, like significantly more scary. Like X is just like this calm boom. Hello, motherfucker. Let's go. Your table's X, ready. Nemesis. Nemesis is just like, I'm going to go through fucking walls. I'm going to go through cars. Yeah. I'm going to use my fucking tentacle porn assets at you and just beating the fucking shit out of you at all fucking times. And no, you can't put the run away. Tentacle porn. <laughs> and you can't so run away. Tell me you have to fight I need him. To, in this game, when does uh, the character from the movie that got turned into Nemesis start trying to talk to you and communicate with you. <laughs> never. <laughs> that never that happens. That was a stab at Scotty. That never happens. All I can say down. is that Nemesis stays true to his name because he does not go down. Like, he does not go down without a fucking fight. There's one scene where you're... And this is the first fucking 20 minutes of the game. I don't care if I spoil this part. You're on the top of this fucking parking garage you get into this el camino nemesis is coming at you he grabs your car you're fucking pedal to the floor and you launch yourselves off the top of this six-story fucking parking garage like smashing him into the ground you're supposed to be dead because you just fell at like 170 miles an hour off of a fucking building. And then, well, yeah, Jill Valentine like wakes up miraculously. But you know who's also not dead? Fucking Nemesis. Yeah. It takes not one, two rocket launchers to the face to get him to like, all right, I'm going to kneel out for a little bit. You guys do your own thing. <laughs> That's that thick garbage bag he's wearing. <laughs> Yo, that is insane. So that the whole thing with him is he's programmed to kill every stars, right? Yeah. Yes. I want to okay. say he's, yes. He's Umbrella's witness program. <laughs> Basically, because the stars were like a pretty competent police force, right? I mean, the, they were on par rescue. with like, yeah, they were Special on par force. with probably um, FBI yeah, I was gonna say if you could um, maybe have something some Coast Guard, like, like their special units, like in between cops and uh, special service or secret service or something. Yeah, like okay. they they were definitely a special government agency that was disseminated to local branches. Yeah, um, that's the way gotcha. that I'm just interpreting it based on what I've seen in Resident Evil Two. Okay. Um, however, the PC port has some issues. There is a lot of stuttering. Um, you can edit with a lot. the game. Did, did you try messing with the settings and the menus and stuff? Yes. So I started off playing at 4K. 
First off, when I first when I had the the stuttering issue in the first place, I thought my fucking hard drive was failing again because I have experienced oh, right. this before. Yeah. Um, when I'm playing, to, trying to surprise, play. I didn't get a message. Uh, well, I knew what to look for thanks to your guidance months ago, um, but I had this issue before with Call of Duty World War II where I'm just like, oh fuck. It's been two, three months. Magfest just happened. Play it's fan. Don't do that. Um. <laughs> Sorry, threw you off. <laughs> um. I didn't hear what he said at first, and then it, I, it, it clicked, and now I'm just singing it in my head. <laughs> um. No, so the I looked it up online after messing around with the settings because I started. I tried playing it at 4K max settings. My computer could fucking handle that shit. Um, and it was just stuttering real bad in the, in the overworld. And I'm just like, okay, let me kick this down to 1080. And still I was having a lot of the issues. I'm just like, okay, let's put this in performance mode. Let's see now. Will it play still? I'm getting the stuttering. Apparently it is a common issue and they were just like, look, update your drivers and cross your fingers because there are people who are not having the issues, but it seems to be that a lot of people who are running, um, NVIDIA uh, are experiencing these issues. Hmm. So we just have to wait for a driver that weird. doesn't have... Th- what happened? No, I just said that's weird that it's specific yeah, to Yeah, no, it's, it just sucks. It just fucking sucks. So that's that. Um, outside of that, I've been playing... I'm still playing Fantasy Star Online 2. Uh, nothing really new and unusual to report outside of some fucking dumbass doing stupid MMO bullshit. I talked about it in the uh, this Megavisions PSO2 channel. Uh, right oh, now, this yeah. month is running the Dark Falls uh, raid, where it's like the big bad for episode one or whatever. Uh, it's a 12-man fight. Usually, if you're going to go into a 12-man fight, you wait for 12 people to show up. We're in the the way that it breaks up is like for one half hour you can constantly run the six arm fight where Dark Fall sends like six of his hands and you have to fight each individual hand. Uh, you could run that as many times as you want to within a half hour. After that, you have one chance to do the actual Elder God thing. He looks like this Eldric being kind of like Space Cthulhu and shit like that. Well, it's a twelve man fight. We're waiting for twelve people to show up. So we're just we're just chilling in the transporter. Some dumbass logs on and immediately starts the transporter. And I'm just like, oh fuck. Because I can't leave now because if I leave, I've already failed the mission. I can't do it over again. So we tried doing this fucking fight. You have 20 minutes to fight this Eldric god. And just it just nothing was working. I'm trying to tell them tactics. You're supposed to kill the arms first. They're not killing the arms, they're still going straight for the fucking head. Uh, one of them is just spamming titties over and over again because now you can put... Oh, yeah. I'm going to warn you guys. No, I didn't do that. Someone else did. But I'm going to warn you guys right now. Um, probably don't stream Fantasy Star Online unless you could turn off all of the voice chat things because if you play the voice chat and somebody decides to post up a picture because they can do that, they could put whatever they want up there. Oh, like in the group chat that you can see on screen. Yeah, like if you're even if you're in oh, the overworld, that's gonna get if fixed you're in, real soon, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an issue. 
Like, because I could see that destroying fucking channels. So just uh, keep boy. that in mind. But no, dumbass put four people in a 12-man fight. And obviously we fucking lost because we timed out. Not enough damage was done. Whatever. That's my fucking week. Outside of the, it, you know, work is still work. We're under audit. Yeah. Whatever. That's my week. Um, to go back to Resident Evil 3. Um, sure. I'm, I'm excited that it's out and that it's getting mostly positive reception. But it's also hilarious because it's almost having the exact same reception that the original Resident Evil 2 to 3 transition did. Because everybody was like, this isn't scary, it's just nonstop bullshit. Like, all that kind of stuff. Which is true. Mm-hmm. And that was why I didn't like the original originally. Because I really love 1 and 2. Um, they're equally my favorite games. But uh, <clears throat> Jill Valentine... I was more excited for a game with her. But 1 and 2 are actual survival horror games. Like, you can take your time, and it's creepy when nothing's happening. But 3, it's like, boom, there he is, boom, there he is. But also, I remember in 3, back in the PS1 days, the Nemesis was the first enemy that could attack you from room to room and just follow you through a door. That was a first. And somehow that, like, didn't get out in, in publications and stuff. So when that happened the first time in the game when I was playing it, I was just like... Who the fuck thinking like, oh, it's a cutscene. Another character's here. But then you just hear the same door open and you just hear stars. And you're just like, what the fuck? And (laughs) (laughs) so it's uh, this one's more of a thriller than it is a survival horror. Um, I'm fine with that. I like thrillers. Yeah. Well, I think it's good because it'll it'll test people in whether or not they do like the Resident Evil games or if they just want another spooky whatever thing um a lot Mm. of the i i hope that overall this gets code veronica remade because that's one that i enjoyed playing but has not aged well uh yeah the game's real bad yeah it's not it's not no i I don't care um but the 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 argument for that was like three should have been like resident evil 1.5 and then code veronica should have been four because you would go resident evil 1 with jill and chris resident evil 1.5 with jill and nemesis and then three or two would have been Claire and Leon, and then Code Veronica is Claire again, so it would have made sense. Mm-hmm. And then they bring Chris back. Spoilers, but uh, yeah, so I, I think it's good. But with the success of these two remakes, do you, how likely do you think if four is going to get a remake? They don't. It they should not do that. <laughs> it's been it on every shouldn't. console since it came out on the fucking GameCube. <laughs> it even has an HD up like upres too. Yeah, like so. it's. It's the most successful, probably up until Resident Evil 2 came out. It's the most successful Resident Evil game ever. Until 7, I think. Like, it, like 7 had the reception that 4 did, because 4 was after Resident Evil kind of died down, and then 4 came mm-hmm. out, and it was more action than horror, and everybody was like, this is great, this is blah, blah, blah. Then we got 5. <laughs> then we got 5. Then 6. And then we... I, 5 is still... I'll, I, I beat it. It's... It's playable. Five's a good co-op but game. Six, yeah, but no, six, five is a good game. Six is dumb. Uh, I don't know what to make of six. six. Is dumb. I pre-ordered this collector's edition of six. I did not. Yeah, you have I, my. I waited and got a used I don't know copy what to say. of six. And when I played six, it put me off of buying Resident Evil games for two years, and. That's saying something because I was like ready. Yeah. That's unfortunate because Revelations are great games. Well, I did. That came out a little Revelations. bit later. Yeah, I have that. I have that dumb misspelled version because I did get that. Um, that's a good game, but 
was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And then seven was just, I think seven was like a return to form with the horror shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I was going to say is uh, Rachel's really big into horror, and she's always like wanted to play these games. Horror. Horror. And I always thought, like, let's do the remakes. Let's just do the remakes. That way we'll get ready for yeah. Nemesis, or I mean the remake of three. And <clears throat> we sat down with the first one. Sorry, this is kind of tailoring back to my what we what I played my weeks. Uh, fine. We played it's the fine. remake and I was starting it out and I'm like explaining the differences to her and then I realized I really don't remember how the order to go through this game and so we played it about an hour 40 minutes or so and then I thought about it randomly I'm like you know what I she's not uh, so close minded as people would be like look at the shitty blocky polygons in this first game you know so she wouldn't be like that so I was like let's do the first original game because I can play that with my eyes closed, and I think it'll be more fun because I'll know where to go. Like, let's fly through it, mm-hmm. and then do two, and then and then maybe jump into the remake of three or whatever. But because I was like, I was thinking to myself more, I'm like, I really don't remember much of remake on the GameCube or anything, like how to play that game or how to go through that game. Um, and I was even telling her, like... I told you how how crazy I was with that first game, right? She's like, what do you mean? I was like, well, did you have, like, study hall in in middle school and high school and stuff? I was like, I had study hall, and I randomly one day when I didn't have homework to do, I started writing a strategy guide for Resident Evil 1. (laughs) So, like, I know that game. Wow. Like, I was drawing the map out and stuff. Um, So I'm like, let's do the the original. That'll be more fun. And uh, so I think that's what we're going to start doing. Uh, Maybe not now that the Switch is here. Who knows? But... No, but like the, cause I, I, what kind of cinched that for me though, was the acting is not the bad voice acting is not in the remake. They don't have that corny, like B movie uh, intro. Yeah. And like, no. she's never, she's not going to heal the, class. that intro's great. Yeah. She's not going to hear like, you were almost a Jill sandwich unless we play the original. So I'm like, we gotta, we gotta do the original. Like she appreciates yeah. B movies and stuff. Well, so <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that just reminded me of that. Like. Everybody in the Megavisions Discord had a lot of good recommendations on how to present the series to her before 3 comes out. But I think we're going to take our time, because I haven't finished Doom. We just got to switch. I'm not going to hop into the remake of 3 anytime soon. So I think we're going to start with the classic and have that goofy, fun time. So it's good stuff. I'm surprised you never played them, Corey, because I feel like that would have been right up your alley. I was, yeah, I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed to. Crazy Christian When I was, uh... I wasn't even Christian. My mom was just crazy. She wouldn't. She didn't uh, want me to play with toy guns. Yeah, she didn't want me to play with toy guns. I wasn't allowed to watch wrestling, and I wasn't allowed to play scary games. Uh, mm. So scary games. violent games. So played a lot of Mega Man, even though that's if you look at it, is completely violent. Yeah. Uh, Mario stepping on the heads of shit and all that other stuff. Right. But no, nah, it's funny. It's cutesy. It's funny. So Kirby is literally inhaling and eating people. So yep. All right. First order of business, Randy Pitchford's still a money-grubbing scumfuck. Randy, you crazy. This week on Randy, Randy you the illest. Of the week. <laughs> that, that of the if you guys have never listened to the Randy Macho Man Savage rap album, that's a line where he goes, Randy, you the illest. <laughs> oh, man. About himself? <sighs> no, uh, some chick in the background yells it to him. Great. Sheesh. Anyway, against all odds and naysayers, Borderlands 3 has been a massive success for developer Gearbox. As the publisher 2K, uh, uh, as per publisher 2K, Borderlands is now a multi, uh, multi-billion dollar brand after setting record sales uh, with 5 million units moved on the first five days. 
By that metric of success, you would think that there would be a significant payday for both leadership and its employees. Well, you would be wrong. On Tuesday in a press conference with Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford, he ceremoniously revealed that employees would not receive the significant bonuses that they had been expecting. A little bit of backstory on that. Gearbox has been known within the industry of paying low-end salaries and historically has worked it's worked out for them because their employees has earned fat bonus checks in the form of royalties. It's a shaky system, but on it's a shit business model. It is yeah. a shit business model. But on that end it's worked since the company's inception. Uh, Gearbox would offer a 60-40 split with profits. 60% is returned to the company, while 40% goes back to the employees. Because of this trend, developers at Gearbox make financial decisions, major financial decisions, uh, like some of them buying houses, cars, starting families, etc. However, in recent years, Gearbox has been struggling financially with re releases like Aliens, Colonial Marines, and Battleborn, which were both commercial failures. They've been looking for a win in the form of Borderlands 3. During development of Borderlands 3, the company management were promised with six-figure bonuses and after the game's initial launch, with seniority seeing Damn. even greater boons. Uh, since that fateful meeting with Pitchford, he announced that due to Borderlands 3's development being more expensive, and since Gearbox had grew much larger within recent years, their sales project projections have been off-base. Gearbox now operates a second studio in Quebec, and Borderlands 3 had to change engines from Unreal Engine 3 to Unreal Engine 4. Uh, Gearbox also signed a deal with 2K's parent company, Take-Two, that stated that before Gearbox could receive any royalties, they would have to pay back the $95 million that was the budget for the base game, and also the $45 million dedicated to DLC. In closing, uh, Pitchford told the management that if they were unhappy with the findings, that they were welcome to quit. This is all while the world is unscrambling to find some sort of financial stability in dealing with the effects of COVID-19. Randy Pitchford is taking advantage of being in a position of authority, and he's shitting on the people who literally gave him his livelihood. He's already made his money. He took $12 million as a bonus at the start of 2016 when Borderlands 3 was just kicking off development. But in reality, this is on brand for old Randy, as he's already worked up a track record of having shitbag behavior. He's been accused of mismanaging company funds by throwing lavish parties or taking content that didn't belong to him and putting it into other games, like Gearbox's Duke Nukem <clears throat> 3D Anniversary Tour, where they stole tracks from Doom 1, Doom 2, and old Duke Nukem games and put it into their version of it. That's what's going on. We haven't talked about Randy in a while. We have not. Say, wait, thankfully. what was that last thing about Duke Nukem? I missed that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Duke Nukem, we had talked about it months ago. Um, like right after the, that lawsuit that was going on between him and his former lawyer, where his lawyer accused him of punching him in the face. Um, that was a thing, too. Um, but, yeah, he had taken the music that was from the original Doom 1, Doom 2 uh, and Duke Nukem games without permission from the composer. Oh, so when the composer was just like, "Hey, what the fuck? You're supposed to, you're supposed to get that from me. I'm supposed to give you the rights to do it." Randy Pitcher was like, "Nah, it's part of the package. We're throwing it in there." Oh, nice. So there's another lawsuit that's going on in regards to that. Cool. He's insane. Fucking asshole. Here, yep. here's the interesting thing. Um, Gearbox is preparing to go public going from a privately traded company to a publicly traded company. And with all the issues that Gearbox has, I don't know 
any board of directors that would feel comfortable with having him being the public face of the company. Like, I don't know how this is going to play out in the long run. Like, it sucks now. It really sucks right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, that the whole system of paying your employees a lower salary but promising large uh, bonuses is shady in itself. Mm-hmm. Like, there were many tweets that we saw from, uh, let me see, I want to pull the tweets up themselves. Uh, I mean, there was just a lot of people in the tweets of these Randy Pitchford uh, comments on Twitter and stuff that like, oh, "Oh, here's one right here. It says, even in my line of work, they often mention bonuses and try to say, so it's like you're actually making X dollars an hour, and I have to calmly remind them I don't count on imaginary maybe money when calculating my pay. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I can I can talk from personal experience. Like, this is the first year I've ever gotten a bonus with being with my company for five years, and every year I just I I budget like I'm not gonna get one, as you should. The, I think the difference is is that while it is a shady business practice, it has w- been one that has worked for Gearbox for years for well over 10 years. So it, it's it's a change for the employees because it's like, yeah, they may have like a base salary of 10 to 20% less than what they normally would if they were working at some other company, but they would mm-hmm. get that money back and more depending on how well the game did. So, I mean, it's, it's very similar to the situation that happened when... Um, Obsidian Games, I believe it was Obsidian Games, when they came out with, uh, not Far Cry, with Fallout New Vegas. And they didn't receive the bonuses that they were expecting from Bethesda because they got an 84 Metacritic score instead of an 85. What? And people were, yeah, people were expecting, they were planning on, you know, buying homes and paying off homes and starting families and shit like that. And they couldn't. Because they were counting on that bonus. Because in this industry, the bonus matters because you're making a product and it needs to sell well. It's not like other industries. Like, for example, uh, I can't really comment that much because our bonuses are insignificant. They're more like, hey, here's here's $1,500. That's if you do really good. Nobody walks away with five-figure bonuses like you would at, a, at a, a public company or a private company. Like when I used to work for a consulting firm, yeah. Five, ten, fifteen thousand dollars as a bonus—that's commonplace. Not for me now. Uh, like Corey can probably go into it a little bit more, but you should never consider your mm-hmm. bonus as part of your salary. It doesn't exist because it's performance based. That's the name, you yep. know. It's per- it's performance based. I mean, for I mean, last year we performed really well, but overall, I mean, so last year for this bonus, we did really well. We were ahead of budget every month, and we were ahead of budget total at the end of the year, and we made really good strides and stuff like that. But the year prior, I mean, that's the year that uh, the team I was leaving, I was going to a new team, uh, that team got fired. The entire team got dis, dis not assembled, but disassembled, and they were like, oh, we got to move everybody to different departments and all this other stuff because... I mean, that's just how it is sometimes. Like you have really, and we had a really good dynamic on our team, and it was announced that was the first thing was we weren't getting bonuses, and yeah. that just kind of deflated the entire meeting and all that. But again, everyone's like, "Oh, it's bullshit. We're not getting bonuses." I'm like, "Yeah, that's, I'm not getting a bonus, but like, 
I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been like the way to budget, but it's also shitty because like in a situation like this, we clearly have seen that Randy has gotten some kind of bonuses or something in the past. Like we know of a hundred and twenty dollars, twenty million dollar bonus that we he got twelve million. 12 million even so sorry but uh, if it's even here's, here's the thing that that 12 million is also like a big like what if scenario because the thing is is that that 12 million was a loan coming from a parent company saying hey kickstart borderlands 3 with this money and he pocketed it like there is so much shit that goes around this fat like he remind he almost looks like the papa john's guy just like less yeah. fucking greasy in the face but more greasy yeah. in the hair like he's well, just if he was a fucking- good if he was a good boss and if he was a good leader of a company he would take because let's be honest he probably has a fuck ton of money that he doesn't need like too much that he probably like we said he got a 12 million dollar bonus that he pocketed like pull an iowata give it back to your employees that, or even the the CEO of uh, fucking Costco. You're talking like he, about differences in in cultural worth ethic, work ethics, dude. Like, yeah, Iwata's, Costco's no, not. Iwata is a very different scenario than this. Yeah, Iwata, but Iwata is not far off from what a lot of other Japanese companies do. I mean, there was a scenario where things were going down in uh, the fucking airlines for Japan. They weren't seeing as many. Uh, flights going out. Not a lot of people were buying fucking tickets. And the CEO was making $90,000 a year. So he cut his own pay so other people can can get paid. That's I mean, fine, but it shouldn't be a cultural thing. It, like, it should be. It's a, well, it's it a human thing. But what I'm saying is that those situations exist because of the work climate that they surround themselves with. In the United States, we have things like Forbes, uh, you know, 500 like top 500 companies where ceos are making millions on billions of dollars and the goal is to always end up on that list in the united states i mean i can i could see is like ceos if you're not an executive like they don't give a shit it's my money i earned it i'm at the top of the food chain you know you get what i give you and that's essentially what this is coming down to it's true but i mean i'm looking at it and i always have looked at it as pete treating people like humans and this you like people are always like oh you know what's right and wrong and randy knows what's fucking right and wrong everyone knows what's right and wrong and he chooses to do the wrong because he can obviously i mean look at it he's gotten away with it so far he's gotten away with everything he's done he's mm-hmm. gotten away with all like we have it we're like oh man randy pitchford has all these accusations against him and it's like who fucking cares he's able to get away with it same no, with no other people that i won't think about like it. magic it's the same thing it's, I won't name other people, but we know of some other people that we know right off the top of our heads. The same thing's happening with them. Like, we, we are at the point with our society now that we can now see. We always thought, like, we think some bullshit's going down. Now we know for a fact that bullshit's going down. We have proof that said bullshit is going down. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They keep getting away with it. People get away with it. So, I guess the whole point is like, yeah, this fucking sucks. But some people are like, and I can't, you can't just say like, well, don't work for the company. Well, you also like, we don't know about it. Maybe Randy's not, he's just a shitty person. Maybe there are some people in there that do love working with each other and they respect each other and all that. But it's just, you got a shitty boss. Not only that. I've seen that, that happen, like, tons of things. Even right now. How, how is someone going to get a job right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
like with with the pandemic that's going on. This is like, the absolute worst time to try and change professions. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Randy Pitchford knows he's in the position that he's in. If people leave, they're not going to be able to just immediately pick back up. There's going to be that They'll waiting have to come period. crawling back, and he'll yeah. give it to them for even lower salaries. There's nothing that they can do right now. It's shitty. It's real shitty. Garbage human being. Yeah. Garbage human being that, I mean, and I'm not, I mean, it's it's it sucks to say that Randy Pitchford ruin, ruins a game for everybody. Like, I'm, I, I don't specifically play Borderlands, not play Borderlands 3 because of Randy Pitchford. I just don't like those games. That's just my thing. But there are some people in the world that are like, I'm not playing that game because Randy Pitchford is the CEO. I'm like, well, also, too. I mean, we had this issue. We've talked it really recently with Blizzard and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there's some shitty stuff going down as a company, but there are also good people in those companies who are not a part of it that can't do anything about it. Like, yep. they're stuck. Like, you, they can say, like, well, that's not what we should do. And they're like, well, fuck you. That's what we're going to do. Go back to your cubicle. Yeah. it's It sucks. Weird, shitty thing. It- AJ and, uh, and his girlfriend, Ashley they kept talking about how pumped they were for the next Borderlands, and I'm just sitting over there every time. I was like, that's cool. But it, in my head, I'm just like, oh, I can't support anything that revolves around that game, but they don't follow that stuff, so they're just excited for a new nah, game. They don't. It's the same, I mean, with Blizzard, how I am. I'm not going to get fully into it, because we've had multiple podcasts where we got into it, yeah. but it's it but sucks. I had to hold, like, it really I had does to hold back saying anything, because I really didn't want to ruin their excitement. Because they just want to yeah. play the game. Yeah, the, that, that, the, the, the want to be knowledgeable in something shouldn't be forced on you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you want, because I, I look at it as if you choose that you want to, and this is going to sound bad, but if you want to choose to live in the dark, oh, then yeah. that's fine. Ignorance is bliss. But if you want to choose to see how shitty everything actually is, if you mentally and physically can prepare for it, then you can sh- take that route as well. Figure it out. a lot own. of people. I've seen a lot of people that go down the I want to know about how everything works route, and then they see it, and they become incredibly depressed with life in general. Right. Um, oh, yeah, I know that. I can see him talking his way mm-hmm. out of all this shit, because I, I actually m- oh, met yeah. him at a... I think I mentioned before when Duke Nukem Forever was revealed at PAX Prime one year, and he was, an, mm-hmm, he was yeah. talking to every group that came through and played the game. Like, I wanted to be his best friend after he was done talking to us, so I can totally see him just spinning tails oh yeah and he's got he's got like a, a ton of loyal fans yeah. that like beat up all his fucking words mm-hmm. man the, the the thing is is that for me actions always speak louder than words yeah. it's really hard for me to just take anything that you say at face value even with the you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about it later but like reggie looks like the greatest fucking man yeah. in america mm-hmm. Like he is, but he's like he might have some skeletons. Yeah, he might have some skeletons. He may have made a lot of fucking shifty fucking decisions with the way that that company ran. I mean, it was because of him that we weren't getting the uh, Project Mis- Operation Misfall games until he finally fucking caved in. Those games being Xenoblade Chronicles, uh, The Last Story, uh, Pandora's Tower, so on and so forth. I mean, there's people make. People do stupid shit. People make unpopular decisions. People say dumb shit. It happens. You have to take it at face value and what the the core characteristics of that individual is. And Randy Pitchford is just trash. Oh, Randy. 
Randy, you are the illest. <laughs> uh, all right, so with more good news, we're going to shift gears and go into, let's see. Uh, so the next one we have here is, I just fucking, uh, Last of Us 2 sees delays as Sony scrambles to find its footing. Another casualty of the pandemic has been claimed. The Last of Us 2 has been delayed indefinitely. Sony announced on Thursday the upcoming games The Last of Us 2 and Iron Man VR have been put on the back burner until further notice. Naughty Dog went into it with a little bit more detail. The good news is we're nearly done with development on The Last of Us Part 2, and we are in the midst of fixing our final bugs. However, even with us finishing the game, we were faced with the reality that due to the logistics beyond our control, we couldn't launch The Last of Us Part 2 to our satisfaction. We want to make sure that everyone gets to play The Last of Us Part 2 around the same time and ensuring that we're doing everything possible to preserve the best experience for everyone. In a tweet from Sony, uh, Sony, Entertain- Sony Interactive Entertainment has made the difficult decision to delay the launch of The Last of Us Part 2 and Marvel's Iron Man VR until further notice. Logistically, the global crisis is preventing us from pro- providing the launch experience our players deserve. Some, uh, some analysis... And fans think that the cause of the delay falls on the feet of Naughty Dog themselves. The developer has been under a fair amount of scrutiny over its handling of The Last of Us Part Two, as many current and former members of the team criticized of the company's approach to crunch culture. And we have definitely been covering crunch culture probably since this podcast has started. So, uh, so let's see. Kotaku's Jason Schur released a lengthy piece on Naughty Dog's development. Schreier. Schreier, sorry. Released a lengthy piece on Naughty Dog's development process just three weeks ago, painting the AAA developer as striving to attain perfection no matter the human cost. Former animator Jonathan Cooper, known for his work on Assassin's Creed, Mass Effect, and the recently delayed Last of Us 2, tweeted his experiences with Naughty Dog. When I left Naughty Dog... Hold on, let me pull this up for this... Uh, when I left Naughty Dog late last year, they threatened to withhold my final paycheck until I signed additional paperwork stating I wouldn't share their production practices. They finally re- relented when I assured that that was most likely illegal. Uh, the truth, the hold on, the reason I left is because I only want to work with the best. There is no not there that is no longer Naughty Dog. Their reputation for crunch within LA is so bad. It was near impossible to hire seasoned contract contract game animators to close out the project. As such, we loaded up on film animators. Ultimately, Naughty Dog's linear games have a formula and they focus test the shit out of them. While talented, their success is due in large part to Sony's deep pockets funding delays rather than skill alone. A more senior team would have shipped The Last of Us Part 2 a year ago. Uh, Sony fans are now worried if more delays are on the horizon. Sucker punches the ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. Tsushima is scheduled for release in June of 26th of this year. Sony also alerted shareholders that COVID-19 had the potential of impacting their profits and uh, forcing delays just a week ago. Two of Sony's main factories in China are just getting back to work and are facing facing workforce shortages. Between this and self-quarantine orders in the United States, Sony's expecting a profit shortfall of $370 million. This is already on top of the 10% dip in sales since the beginning of the year. You mean a way out didn't help them? <laughs> no, I don't think it or did. Or whatever that fucking uh, Sons of Anarchy zombie game was. I don't even remember the name of. 
Oh, Days Gone. Yeah. Days Gone. You mean that wasn't yeah. the big Days hit gone. that everybody thought it would be? What was the game where you played as two? It was like in the seventies, and you played as two different people. Oh, uh, I think that is a way out. That's probably a way out. That's a way out. That's where you play out. as an undercover police officer, and the other one is like a criminal, and you meet up in jail. Okay, so I didn't know all that. <laughs> Spoilers for a game. Oh yeah, that's play. a yeah, pretty. Much. It's a really good game. It's a really good game, actually. It's a really good co-op game. Uh, as for the Ghost of uh, Tsushima, uh, I don't think that's coming out on the targeted release date. Unfortunately, every time you mention um, that game, everybody's like, "Oh, is that? Oh, yeah, that isn't out yet, huh?" <laughs> I, I mean, I've been following it. The problem is, is that they've been so quiet and mum about it. They like of all the games that they have geared up and planned. I mean, like they announced. Uh, not really announced, but they're alluding to God of War 2 before any official announcements have been made. Like, they're just, hey, this is a possibility, and people are already mm. looking at it. With Ghost of Tsushima, it was that weird game that popped up that looked really badass with samurai and ninja with that old white man yeah. playing the flute. And then we didn't, didn't hear about released? it for a year. Yeah. Didn't it get teased at, like, an E3, like, 2018? Yeah, they were trying to say, like, he was doing some sort of social appropriation, and then everyone else in the comments from Japan was just like, he's been studying that shit for 30 years. Fuck off. He's one of us. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you talk about God of War 2. We also forgot to bring up that Corey Balrog had some <laughs> some things to say about Randy Pitcher too. <laughs> yeah, I, I threw in some things in there, but I didn't want to name drop at that point because... I, I think I already made the point that needed to come across. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it sucks. Uh, I remember watching my buddy play Last of Us Part 1, but I also feel like Last of Us Part 2 could have came out earlier. Is that just me that I do feel like it could have came out? It should have had a launch date when Sony did their whole fucking menagerie of prom night thing at E3. Yeah. The guitarist on stage and then shifted the whole crowd to somewhere else. Like, it should have had a release date then. I love Last of Us. Last of Us 1 has one of my favorite video game endings. Um, I'm really bummed to hear about Naughty Dog's work conditions. Uh, and I, in my opinion, Last of Us doesn't even need a sequel. But I don't think it's just the fact Yeah, it could of... end where it's at. What's that? Yeah. I was going to say, Last of Us 1 could have just ended where yeah. it was at. I really don't think it's just, oh, we're, we're not sure this launch will be good. I think it's also like... I don't know if anyone wants to play a game about a, a virus that's sweeping the world right now. Yeah, it might not. It's no Animal Crossing, yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and I'm sure I know there are people that are playing Last of Us right now, the first one, and thinking, like, I'm ready for this sequel that don't care about Corona and stuff. And, and that's... They're I in mean, their world. Chris, but... what did you say that Resident Evil 3 was giving you some eerie vibes oh, dude, of current events? Yeah. The opening, man, the opening to Resident Evil 3 is real eerie. Yeah. It's real eerie. Yeah, yeah. Comparing hey to guys, the shit I live out in the country, so on. if shit goes down, you know where to get to. <laughs> yeah, I've, well, I've already got my, uh, my bunker area. Yeah. That we're, uh, up at. I have my grouping, and I know where I'm supposed to go. That's all I can. All in I case can of say. a fire, I know that we meet at the dumpster out back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the fucking no, in our fire company, you have to have those meetings. You have to at our companies. You have to be like, where do we meet when during training? They're like, we meet across the street if the case is a fire. Yeah. Um. Hey, man, Iron Man VR. Shucks. Who remembered that was a game? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Looked more like that, a yeah. I mean, <sighs> sorry. 
It's uh, yeah, it got overshadowed. Last Buffs Part Two is obviously the more important situation yeah. here. Uh, it. De- I mean, what else recently? When we were talking about the Final Fantasy Seven pushback, uh, what else got uh, around that time? We were talking about another game that got delayed indefinitely. What was it? Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It got delayed indefinitely? Oh, delayed indefinitely. No, no, not in- indefinitely. I was uh, say. I don't know if anything else got delayed indefinitely. Well, I don't remember. There was you are the other half of my brain. You should know this. You don't pay me. So. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> well, I can see... I tell you colors! Oh, boy. I can see that it is still shitty, though, also with the launch of it itself, with like how... You know, everybody's like, everybody's doing digital, everybody's going digital because of Corona. Everybody did digital before. That's not true. Like, there were still, I'm sure, events happening with uh, this game that people were excited about. Like, not midnight launches or anything, but still, the the people that are going to buy physical, like those collector, collector's editions, the special editions and all that crap... Um, you know, it's it's it is shitty, and I can, I can I can see that side of we don't feel like we're going to launch this properly, so we want to push this back. But you know that it's like seventy thirty compared to the atmosphere of the game. Also, they just wouldn't. No one would want to buy oh, yeah. that, right? It, well, the fan like I would get it. I'll get it. I'm still going to get it day one whenever it does come out. But like the average Joe schmo is not going to see this advertised online. And, like, after just avoiding all the COVID-19 news, going to want to play Last of Us 2. They're so. going to they're gonna go to the comments and be like, this is in poor taste that you released yeah. this. Fucking whatever. Yeah. So, uh, it bums me out, but it's a good move. And I, I'm not, and I honestly, I've got enough games to play right now. I'm not too worried about hopping yeah. into this. Well, let's, let's go back to the point where they towed uh, uh, the composer. Was it the composer? Mm-hmm. Where is it? Jonathan... Where is he? Jonathan... (laughs) No, not Coltrane. Former animator, Jonathan Cooper, how they told him, they're like, we're not going to give you your final paycheck unless you sign this paperwork. Yeah, that's illegal. That's 100% illegal. (laughs) That's not good. It's just shady, man. That's real bad. Where's the indie news? We haven't had a bunch of indie, like, controversial indie news in a while. (laughs) Uh, I mean, the difference is, is like, when it comes to controversial triple a stuff it's it's always about like money or crunch yeah when it comes to like controversial indie developers it's like somebody said something dumb and now everyone is flaming him for it like that's that's the difference yeah Yeah, indie devs indie developers are more human so they're easier to beat up on where where's where's all the epic game uh sign-ons we were talking about that forever Forever. how's stadia doing uh, uh, it's been two weeks for us. That thing's garbage. Yeah. No, I don't want to talk about Stadia. That's still shit's still fresh in my fucking mind. If you have a game museum, get it for cheap so you can put it in your right, museum. Yeah. Yes. What are you gonna put in your museum? A Chromecast? Yeah. <laughs> Anything that ever possibly played a video game that tanked. Nice. Guys have an on Ouya. live. Get that on live. Out. I need to find an Ouya. Those things are going up in price, dude. Oh, Man, fuck. Man, if it was no. a year ago that you guys were at the marathon, you would have seen my roommate's Ouya because his uh, game that he developed was going to be on it. Did Ooh, it yeah. ever end up getting That's, on Every it? time I hear that, I just go like German, Ouya. No, but <laughs> the weirdest thing was when I held that controller for the first time because it has a touch panel on it like a PS4 controller. Mm-hmm. So strange. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is it. It bums me out to learn that stuff about Naughty Dog, but I want Last of Us 2 sometime, and I'm still going to buy it, but I'm not going to do a crazy collector's edition. Naughty Dog. So. He fucking yeah. put the... Con- 
Huh? Never mind. What? Huh? What? No, you, we'll find out after the news, huh? Scotty. What'd I do? Oh, okay. Proceed. Uh, all right, so moving on. Uh, GameStop to permanently close 320 stores in 2020, the year of COVID-19. Doesn't it suck that COVID-19 didn't happen in 2019? Yeah, that's the worst part. That just me? Good call. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Sometimes uh, I GameStop. just freeze at stupid takes that people make, and I, I had no response to that. <laughs> I'm glad Scotty was here. Uh, GameStop slips further away from God <laughs> and from existence in the U.S. retailer. <laughs> oh, U.S. retailer plans on closi- closing another 320 stores this year in efforts to de-densify their physical presence. This news comes after a recent earnings call at GameStop. Executive VP and CFO Jim Bell, Jim Bell announced that the net closings will be equal or greater than the 320 closings the dying company saw in 2019. The news comes a day after GameStop released its full-year earning report for 2019, which showed the U.S. chain has effectively used cost-cutting to strengthen its balance sheet. While revenues were cut down 28%, GameStop was able to report a net income of $21 million, citing drops in sales for hardware and collectibles, but an increase of non-core business sales such as sales of Spring Mobile. GameStop... That that other... No, I said non-core. It sounds like another genre Chris listens to. Thank you. <laughs> My not, we got non-core, we got hardcore, nerdcore. We got softcore. Yeah, post-non-core. That's a different thing. Wait, what are we talking uh, about? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, GameStop also dicta- dictates that they see an opportunity in the pandemic as the demand for video games are increasing, citing a 2% increase in sales throughout the oceanic locations, such as Australia and New Zealand. Man, I just don't understand why they won't deem GameStop as essential business. I... It's crazy. With a 2%? That's yeah, crazy. You probably buy energy drinks in some of them or something. <laughs> For reference, I want to know everyone, make everyone know that's a fucking joke. Oh, they used <laughs> to sell them. So. Uh, uh, they still no, do. no, no. What I said. Oh, I okay, agree gotcha. that you're. Yeah, it's very important. What we're... Have you guys seen this G Fuel shit? Yeah. Yes. They've been around so for a the, while, actually. The reason I see it is because Lawrence Sontag has officially been... A, he's in a backer of it now. He's a pro, uh, not promoter. What do you call it? No? No, like he gets paid to promote it on his stream. I don't know. He got sponsored. 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 That's what it is. He got sponsored. And I'm just like, man, we probably shouldn't be putting that stuff in our bodies. Yeah. No. No, this stuff is terrible but, for you. But we, I also drink like Mountain Dew Baja Blast Zero and yeah. liquor. So what uh, okay. do I have to so say? So it, it it does different things. So yes, soda is bad because large amounts of sugar turns into fat. But the reason why you shouldn't be drinking energy drinks is because it's like a uh, a fucking shot of all these different vitamins, poison for your heart that do not need to go into your body all at the same time. You got caffeine. You have turig. You have fucking ginseng. You have fucking... You have a lot, like, different vitamins down the fucking alphabet at percentages that are well over your fucking daily intake. Cocaine. Like, weekly intake. Like, fuck that. And in the Marine Corps, it was the worst. For, like, armed forces, we get this thing called Rip It, and it's like a fucking... Yeah! Rip It's... Yeah, Rippets are, like, fucking... Monsters it's like on Giant Eagle brand, or you guys don't have Giant Eagle. Yeah, it's like local. It's just bad. Oh, Giant Eagle. The yeah. thing is, it's like each can is like, like half a monster energy drink. But they're like fifty cents a can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So you oh, get that so Lance Corporal that comes in and it, takes like a pallet of that, spends just as much as a box, and then they just down the fucking thing like the animals that they are. Drink some like coneheads. Yeah. It's so uh, now it's bang. Have you guys been seeing bang? bang yeah, bang, around? bang hit the fucking PX before it hit the the mainstream. Yeah, it was sold in GMC. They made and it. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But too bad the owner of it is like yeah. a womanizing douchebag. Well, I oh, don't know he? about oh, that. Yes. Oh, so yes. when I worked at Hastings, we sold rippets, and the employees got them for seventy five cents a piece. That's Customers expensive. Never- for us, it wasn't. Customers never got them because there was the guy that ran the cafe who was like would stay up until three o'clock in the morning drinking at the local bar or two o'clock, and then he had to open cafe at six thirty. And uh, yeah, he'd just be like, "I'm like Dylan, how many of these do you want today?" He's like seven. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, Dylan. He's like, "Yeah, I just made a bunch of coffee too." Jesus Christ! So it's like I remember it's like the most yeah. exciting version of Fight Club. I don't remember if I ever yeah. told this story, but I got sent to the hospital because I was drinking a shit ton of fucking rippets and coffee and monsters. Monster had yeah, just... your heart was probably about to come out of your throat. Oh yeah, because it was. Uh, my heart was beating well over two hundred beats per minute. It was insane. That's so. That's this motherfucker that's turned into a rabbit. Healthy. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was bad. Uh, I had four mountains or four monsters because they just came out with the blue flavor. Uh, like eight rippets, flavor. uh, six shots of espresso. Like I had, I had spent the entire night on duty and then by four o'clock, I'm just like, boom, boom, boom. Like those yeah. fucking cartoons where the wolf is like fawning over some hot chick yeah. and it's heart is literally yeah, coming the out of Yeah, the Avery was. <laughs> that was me. Yeah. And I'm like, Staff no Sergeant, I don't seen. feel so good. He's like, oh shit, let's go. <laughs> oh shit. Help me. I finally got to that point in my adult life where drinking an energy drink makes me feel like shit. I used to, uh, when I worked mm. at GameStop, that was pretty much my morning. Was I swing by, swing by the gas station, grab a uh, parfait and a, and a monster or no, a rock star, and um, that was my breakfast. And <laughs> it was yep. not good. That's the retail. Every life, morning but, um, would be like a cherry lime Zions, and then like whatever the uh, the bag nasties that the lunch lady had at the. At the fucking chow hall. Man. That'd be it. I used to, yeah, so when I worked at the corporate office for my company at the building, they just got in in where you can go and get the Cokes and stuff. They just got Red Bulls and sugar-free Red Bulls. Mm-hmm. So that's even harder when you get them for yeah. free. Yeah. You're just Dude, like, too many games. Oh, man. Too many games when they're handing out monsters. I, I Yeah, I, yeah. I, th- I took a sip of mine. I said, nope, and I put it right in the trash yeah, can. Yeah, I turned around and was like, what happened to your monster? Like, threw it away um yep yeah i couldn't do it it was gross that's what cued it for me because we were drinking those that weekend i think i was just in a a different mental space trying to run everything and be present at that thing and whatever but then when i got to work the next week i was like oh that's the monster i had too many games i'll get that and then i had it at work and i thought i thought it was just motion sickness because i would take the train in every day and i already get that i can't like sleep on vehicles and stuff it's just bad but mm-hmm. by the time I got home after having one of those at like two thirty in the afternoon, I'd get home and I would just be like, "Man, I don't, I don't feel good. Like, not like I need to lay down. Good. <coughs> like, I don't feel so good, Mister yeah, Stark. <laughs> it, it was not. So maybe it's good that I feel like shit after drinking those, so I won't anymore. I try to stay away from them. If I ever do go to the corporate office, I might drink a sugar-free one here or there. But I usually just drink. Oh yeah, black, I can't do. I have to I drink. do sugar-free because I already have sensitive teeth that like the ones with sugar in them hurt my mouth 
because it's just Damn. crazy. I don't know. It's more of a taste thing black for me. Black coffee. A taste thing for me because I love cherry lime flavor anything. Oh, you're in luck. Like I always get. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> those fucking Zionses are like crack for me. I have to like I buy one and I'll have like three sips and I'm like, okay, I have to throw this out now because I'll just fucking start jittering and shit like that. I've gotten to the point where I've realized anything that like for my morning routine, like especially caffeine wise, if it's not like a co- if it's black coffee, someone's like. Why do you drink that? It's gross. I was like, I don't drink it for the taste. They're like, why do you drink it? I was like, if I don't drink it, my head will implode. Yeah. So I have to drink it. <laughs> I will like, literally what do you mean? Die. I was like, at two o'clock, at two o'clock, I will have a headache that will put me down for the rest of the day because of caffeine. I'm addicted to caffeine. These sciences look like a step away from White Claws in terms of the design. Look, man. Anyway, GameStop, huh? The White Claws are... Not the greatest, but they're not the worst. They're so. pretty fucking terrible. Yeah, I've never had one. I'm, I'm. Just... They're alcoholic fart water, is what yeah, they it's are. Great. Uh, boy, that game stopped though. That game stopped. <laughs> yeah. Who fucking cares? They need. I'm, I'm done. After what they pulled, making employees, giving them the option to still work and put bags on their hands to deliver stuff through the security. Oh yeah. No, no, no. They didn't give them the option to work. They gave them the they option made to stay employed. Well, yeah. But it's whatever. I don't even want to talk about it. I'm tired. I, of all of all Welcome. the podcasts I've been on, I've jokingly said like I may as well just start a separate podcast called Life After GameStop because I don't work there, but I'm talking more about them now <laughs> than I did when I did. There's many. There's many of ex employees that have started putting out YouTube videos and just talking about their experiences and stuff cool. like that. That one dude, Camelot three so. eleven or one one three or whatever the fuck is. Use the very names. southern guy? Yeah, he he's weird. Yeah. But it's fine. He's got good stories though. I guess, yeah. Um anyway, more Sony news. Okay, so last week I, I really gotta give a shout out to Mr. Haru because he was the one who showed this to me in the first place. Uh Sony's PlayStation 5 may be in serious trouble. Um last week we touched on a rather dry non-press conference. Uh, Sony's Mark Cerny delivered with the specifications of the PlayStation 5, and we noted some skepticism on the power supply and how it operates in relation to the CPU and GPU. Uh, We weren't the only ones, apparently, because a supposed leaker is echoing our concerns that we had along with other oversights that Sony has made during the development of the PlayStation 5. Um, As always, take it with a grain of salt. But understand that this is now a sentiment that is being shared not only by the supposed leaker, but multiple sources in the development world of the PlayStation 5 has started echoing. So this is coming from a guy. I'm assuming this this is this looks like a YouTube comment. Uh, a guy named Jeff Rickle. Uh, I don't know what the video is in relation to. It's probably the PlayStation 5 press conference. Uh, yeah, the very exciting press conference. Super exciting with the smoothest voice in gaming industry, Mark Cerny. The the Dana Carvey jokes got me so hard. <laughs> <laughs> that man looks like Dana Carvey. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, talk to the, deve- the developers that are working on the games. I know several. I also know people directly working for Sony. Uh, I know the business in another sector. The collective feeling is that Sony screwed screwed up this generation. They underestimated Microsoft and were overconfident. Again, expect delays to the PS5 and heating problems to rival the Xbox 360. Sony is really concerned right now. Don't you find it odd that they have yet to show the real hardware despite pressure to do so after Microsoft? 
because the hardware fails at an alarming rate. The system can't maintain its clocks. The M2 gets hot quick. Uh, more thought put means more power consumption means more heat. But even a PC PCIe 3.0 M2 got hot under the setup, which is one of the newer models of that they were planning on mm. doing. Right. Uh, the underlying issue is that Sony did not realize the form factor needed to cha to be changed, and now they're concerned about having to complete uh, do a complete redesign and have it looked more like the Xbox Series X tower because it will look like they just copied off of Microsoft. Do you not also think that it's odd that they have not shown off some launch titles? The reason? The developers have no idea what to optimize for because Sony has no idea what the PlayStation 5 will deliver in consistent performance, and yet they do not want to show off captures from dev systems that do not match what the production console will produce. The people I know closest to it have said that it's really bad. Sony is just hoping the PlayStation name can help them weather the storm for the next two years so that they can get a redesign. You have been warned. Sony rested on its laurels and took for granted what was going on. They heard the rumors of what Microsoft was doing, but did not believe that Microsoft can pull it off. Third parties verified Microsoft achieved everything that they set out to do and have tested the Xbox Series X. Microsoft was very open about letting them know. That is why Sony rushed things to get something out the door. Them seeing what that Microsoft is ready to manufacture right now has caused some problems. The debate right now is if they delay 6 to 12 months to get it right, or do they force it out to keep pace with Microsoft and deal with a high fail rate and performance issues? I know that for a fact, attempts to optimize the PlayStation 5 take far more work than the Series X. The devs say that the Xbox delivers steady power that is always predictable while the PlayStation 5 does not and not even at a predictable and is not predictable all the time. This makes optimizing near impossible. It cannot always deliver the power that you ask for, even in short bursts. So this is in reference to, um, like, it, it was weird. So he, Mark Cerny was talking about power frequencies and the way that the PlayStation 4 operates when he was talking about the differences between a game like Need for Speed, uh, Rivals, or whatever fucking new racing game was out that doesn't require a lot of power coming from the CPU and GPU because there's different filters, you got blur motion, not a lot of graphical power is being outputted during that time. It's a low impact mm. game on the on the CPU and GPU. Compare that to God of War, which is a very graphically intensive game. Uh, and they said that what they planned on do what they did was that have the CPU and GPU work only when it needed to for the PlayStation Four and have the power uh, frequencies always running at max. And that caused problems with overheating for the PlayStation Four and the PlayStation Four Pro. What they instead were looking at now was having the GPU and CPU working at max all the time with the power core fluctuating only when it needed to. So that it goes back to the whole idea about the RAM constantly pushing, pulling data for what they needed just in case the player, you know, wants to go in a different direction that was not initially planned for. I know that, you know, there's millions of computations going on in a console at any given time, but it would just help with load speeds and shit like that. In this situation, what they're saying is that it's so unconventional for a console to do that in the direction that Sony is apparently taking that it's just not consistent with the games that are being made right now. So that's what people are worried about. That's what this guy is saying that the developers are worried about because there's no launch titles. There's no titles really being announced for PlayStation 5 outside of Cyberpunk 2077 because we all knew that that was coming out for next gen regardless. So this is the world that we live on, that we live in, that 
we may not see Sony come out with a console. And you know what? That makes a whole lot of sense watching things go go about the way that they were. Even before Sony did the digital press conference with all the fake people in the background, when they were at, uh, what was that one? I think it was like, it was in January or February. It was when I did the article on Megavisions about the uh, that stupid retro console and the the arcade one-up things, but there was like the special um, press conference for uh, tech and shit like that. And Sony, I think it was CES 2020. And they did a five minute press conference talking about the, uh, the PlayStation five. And all they did was reveal a logo. Yeah. Meanwhile, we found out more and more. We had already known what the Xbox series X was going to fucking look like. We Things saw we saw really good. prototypes of Xbox yeah. Series X and what it was running on. We saw fake ones and real ones. Yeah, it was amazing. So, I don't know. Like Microsoft's looking pretty good right now. If these rumors are true, though. someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the I think that back when the 360 and the PlayStation 3 were coming out, um, there was a year delay between the two consoles. I believe yeah, that 360 was 360, first. I think uh, yeah, 360 was first. 360 and there was came out tons first. Of problems the with it. Yeah, came out the same month. Yeah, so yeah. I I honestly don't think that Sony will lose momentum by releasing a year later because it, they've done it before. And if, do you think they're going to get scared though and try to? They're already cockshy. They're already cockshy. I think they're more cockshy now seeing all the issues that they're having with the PlayStation 5 and seeing what Microsoft is going to bring to the table, I think that the best thing that they can do is delay it a year, maybe even, like, if well, they delay, delay a second year, they're done. They've they've already missed a chunk of the fucking next generation. Well, with... You go ahead, Corey. What's the... Are there large differences? So, like, let's say in the world where the Xbox Series X does release and then the PlayStation 5 doesn't release until a year later, what's the incentive to buy that PlayStation 5 if they're so similar and there aren't many console exclusives? VR. That's, well, that's, that's the, that's really the big thing. You don't, most people don't buy a console outside of brand loyalty and exclusives. Uh, and judging based off of what went on with PlayStation 3, uh, Xbox 360, uh, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Um, they had a very slow launch. Both of those consoles within the first year did not see a lot of traction with mm-hmm. games coming out for those consoles. Uh, I think within the first year, Sony had maybe 30 games, 40 games. That's really not a 360, lot. 360 might have had the most out of all of those just because there was like Dead Rising and there was a couple other yeah, uh, but pretty bigger 360 was also out. flaunting Halo. off uh, backwards compatibility with the Xbox. So like That's true. you were able to get your Xbox games. Well, you had that at launch in with the PS3s, but not shortly after. There there yeah. was a split with it and a lot of those failed. Plus on top of that the PlayStation 3 came out a year later. Yeah. So yeah. We're, if we're talking about incentives to pick those consoles up, if Sony delays a year, Sony has to have a very robust uh, launch for yeah, their console. Right. That's true, but if they can't get things set down right to where developers can even prioritize things, they're not going to get any games to go with the system if they wait right. the year. Yeah, it, it's, it is, 
It is an interesting Spider-Man, situation. Spider-Man 2 ain't going to hold them. Like, Spider-Man 2 is not going to carry them. No, I'm just, yeah, uh, no I, I, I agree with you. No, no, I get, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, I, I agree with what you're saying. Bloodborne 2. <laughs> what about this, though? Uh, with the pandemic and everything going on, do you think that there'll even be a November launch window for these consoles? That it'll just turn into March or a summer or something? Something crazy? I don't see. I don't uh, pushing no, even. I, I was just gonna say, like, I don't. I don't know that overall with like how things need to line up and how they're all planning their launches. I don't know that November's still gonna be. Even though I'm not saying like COVID nineteen will still be as crazy as it is now in November. Just like with our society will still be affected yeah. by it. Though. What do you think? Yeah. About that. Uh, it really comes down to like it's stupid, but it really comes down to the economy. Oh yeah. Where we're at right. at that yeah. point. Right. Right. Um, honestly, I do think if that the, Microsoft. If the economy is, levels out, then people will shield that extra money for the. Yeah, people will be consoles. like more. Excited. Yeah, but the reality is, is that we've got six six point six million plus people going on unemployment. Um, yep. A lot of those people buy video games. I I honestly believe that there will be a October launch for Microsoft. I uh, looking it won't at be this, great. Ready. it's yeah. not going to be great. It's going to be very slow. It's going to be very similar to what happened with Nintendo with the uh, the 3DS. Oh, they're going to have so. to fucking find a way. To, yeah, I do. I think they're going to try have to find a way to give those consoles away to get people having System Xs in One their house or Series Euro X Game in their Pass. house. Hey, Microsoft, if you listen to this podcast, I'll take a free Xbox Series X. Everything froze. I'm just pointing at my camera some more. Everything froze for me. What? What do you want me to say? Everything froze. <laughs> Yep, it's fine. Oh, okay. It didn't. You didn't freeze on my side. Yeah, no, you were fine. You, you probably oh, really? Cool. You're delayed, but it's fine. Whatever. Uh, no, that's all I got on it. That's my take. Yeah, that's. Uh, it's concerning. So, I don't know. Uh, this might be a reverse, like we said, of the what's what is the what's the number for PS3 and uh, Xbox 360? What's that gen number? Six, seven, Six. seven. Might, Seven. Seven. Uh, I hope we don't see a copy of that where the Xbox, the Microsoft does end up releasing a year earlier than, uh, well, I guess, it would, or you know what I'm saying, uh, and then a lot of their systems fail. We don't want to see that. We don't want to see another 360 shit go go down. It, in a way, it's reverse because it's PlayStation that's having the issues, and then they're maybe forcing uh, mm-hmm. a release later. Um it's it's a devastating time for Sony to be on the back burner. I could I could understand a year delay, at most. That's it. I don't think they're gonna do it though, because it's we've already waited so long to see anything. They're gonna they must have like tons of pressure on them to at least show something. I think that we're gonna know for sure in Shit. August, because by August we August. expect to see the state of play from Sony. Uh, if if we don't see anything if, by then, then it's going to be real. Concerning. Well, no, no, no. They're they're definitely going to show something by then. I have. It, it's just that timing. The summer is all about announcements that's supposed to come during the winter, during the holiday season. That's just how the business works. Even though Sony dropped out of E3, they still did something for that summer. Mm. I don't know that it would be. A- they have oh. to do something yeah. in order to keep. Uh, consumers confidence in the product right so uh, i just don't know with how fast paced this world is now um ps3 360 a a year's time is equivalent to like five months time now like i don't i don't know that it would be a full year but i could still see a delay happening yeah yeah 
whatever quarter is next, or you know, like two quarter, one quarter later, or something. Instead of Q four, Q two, yeah, something like that. So, I could see that what a weird time yeah. though. Nope. It is a fucking weird time to be I mean, alive. And I'll right tell you now, that no right matter now. what side you're playing for, whatever Microsoft definitely looks like they know more what they're doing. They they seem to have a more they're reading the room better than Sony is right now. I would say. All hail Phil Spencer. He's a good talker, <laughs> but no, just with American hero. With their uh, with their yep. ecosystem, they uh, get the fuck out. Hey, of there it is. That's the word yeah. he remembered. Just with uh, acquiring all, all their right. teams and stuff, everybody was like, "Why is this E3 just Microsoft announcing what companies they own now?" I'm like, no, that's gonna pan out pretty well for them. That's what yeah, it is. So. Yeah. I don't know. Really Interesting is, so. times. Well, that's all we got. That's all we got for the mm-hmm. news. Do we have questions? Yeah, go check that questions block. <laughs> I can't. Oh, can't. We got five questions. <laughs> Make him read them. Make him ask us. <laughs> Make him ask us since uh, he's here. All right. Well, let's bring these up here, shall we? Yeah, we shall. You right. wrote them. Oh, my ass hurts. Number one. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. Um. Uh, no, just keep doing it. it. Just keep no, doing it. No, keep doing it. 12, I want you to no, sing each your question. I share a wall with my neighbor. <laughs> Fuck them kids. <laughs> yeah, that one's getting pretty loud over there. Uh, uh, yeah, you want to choose your phrasing a little better there, sir. You know what I mean. Question, question, question one. one. What games do you play no matter how shitty the company got? Borderlands says hello. Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> That's a good answer. That's a good answer. You said no matter how shitty the company's yeah. got or how shitty yeah, the like game's got. One of those got. situations where like you don't want to admit you listen to a band anymore because the lead singer is a child molester or something. Uh, we're talking about, um, oh, fuck, Lost Profits, aren't we? Sure are. Yep. <laughs> oh, man, no. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. That was one of the best shows I'd ever been He's to. He's a child molester? You didn't know oh. that? He's a no. he's a piece of oh, shit. No, we don't, we don't need to bring the podcast down. Now oh no, him. no, we're okay. doing this. Uh, oh no, oh we're no, we're no, doing I'm, this. I, I'm good. We don't have to do this. Nah, no, go uh, go look up Lost Profits, and then go look up the lead singer and everything that he was charged for. No, that that man is gonna mm, burn in hell. Yeah, special. There's a special mm. kind of hell for him. So. Uh, well, I guess until recently, I was gonna say Blizzard. You won't even Blizzard play was... Blizzard games anymore. Uh, you played Starcraft. I played Starcraft. Yeah, Starcraft. Scar, 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 Starcraft. 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 Yeah, I guess it's Blizzard. I still play like I was streaming Starcraft, like a Starcraft remastered. So Blizzard, I still play them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mine used to be Capcom when they were real bad. When they were like, they're getting better. They're getting way better. They, they already they got turned... way better. Yeah, they've turned Ma- a lot around. Monster Hunter saved their asses. It sure did. I'm looking behind me and I'm trying to. It's the number one best-selling Capcom game. Yeah. Uh, Sega. Ever. <laughs> no. Um, I don't. Yeah, I guess I would go with. If Capcom. we're gonna go I with Sega, I'm gonna go specifically Sonic Team because they still fuck up Sonic games. Woo woo. I guess Bethesda. Bethesda does a lot of shitty yeah. stuff, but I still play their Doom games. But that's really recent. And the thing is, like, new. <sighs> I don't really look at Doom because it's still Doom is id. it's still id. Like it's the same way of like 
with Rage, Rage is a different company. Like Wolfenstein is machine games or machine gun games. Like it's yeah. It's a developer that's following a publisher. If I want to really get into Bethesda, I'm going to look at fucking Oblivion. Yeah, it's Skyrim, like saying yeah. like I don't play Atlas games because they're Sega now. Sega doesn't yeah. do anything. They just basically said like we'll give you money to let you still do shit. Yeah. I guess you could say Nintendo too. Nintendo does like Nintendo's having some fire stuff they come are out, just but they up also and down every year. <laughs> it's very up and down with Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Well, that's that's yeah. I didn't really have. I don't know if I have answers for all my own questions here, but we'll just keep going. Um, number two, what's the first thing you'll do just because you can when everything calms down, like when you can go outside as a normal? Go on vacation and go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't I know. Think, sh- uh, shoot more squirrels out my window. I still do that. There's no, he means like go out that. to where like, that's I mean, not like, stopping you now. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Do the social distancing and stuff like that. Right, 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 right. Okay. Like, I know this is going to be hard to believe, but Here we go. my life has not changed since COVID-19. You don't go to video game stores as much. Right. That is true. But I yeah. did <laughs> always call ahead to see if there was something that I wanted already there. But you'll go, you'll probably, so you'll, I'll answer for you. You'll probably go hit up your retro shop. Probably. Mm-hmm. Just even you might Little even fighting go. game tournament. However, even... my my retro shop is considered an essential business because they do PC repair. Oh really? Yeah, warp zone still open. Smart. Warp zone yep. still open. But that's how you get doing, around with uh, that. So like I might stuff. I might go see Sage nice. this weekend. Yeah. There you go. Um, Wear a face mask. Yeah. Yes. For uh, for us, I think we'll go see a movie. Yeah, I would like to go see a movie. Uh, go have a din- a nice sit down dinner with my wife. Uh, have a have a nice have a nice date night. Mm-hmm. Go out and see a nice movie. Uh, maybe go to a concert. Yeah, <laughs> I think that that's it. what I would have went for you guys first. Was like any doesn't matter. Who's playing? <laughs> Once you're able to go, you're gonna go. <laughs> I will probably yeah, and I and I'll I'll tailor into one good thing that's come out of this because I keep mentioning it because it is really cool that a lot of my friends uh, that are musicians and then a lot of just a lot of musicians are doing like the stay at home shows mm-hmm. and stuff, which is actually really Dropkick cool. Murphys did it. Yeah, which is actually really cool because we always will prefer going to the club shows where you're so close you can get spit on by the band or something. You when know? you literally get whatever <laughs> sickness that the, the lead singer yeah, has. But, I'm uh, fine with that. My wife, on the other hand, no. We went to Bit Brigade and Proto Men in Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, we watched Bit Brigade, and we were standing right by the speaker, and she kind of looked at me. She goes, I didn't know there. that this – what? Don't stand next to the speaker, you noobs. Well, she said we were right by the speaker. I don't care. Like I, When I get out of a concert, I want to have that ringing in yeah, my I've head. Yeah, I've got tinnitus already. I'm fucked. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, but she was like, after Bit Brigade was done, she goes, I didn't know this concert was going to be like this. And I was like, what did you think it was? She goes, I thought we were going to. She's used to like arena ones where she could sit down. She sees the band, like that kind of concert. <laughs> so, yeah, she wasn't kind of <laughs> digging it. So I, I'm well, sorry. We had already we had sure. already gotten there way too early. We got there an hour before the place even opened. Oh yeah. And That's then uh, yes, and we were flying out the next day to go on vacation. And she was, I was like, do you want to just go home? Because we were had to drive an hour and like twenty minutes back home. And she was like, yeah. So I didn't see Proto Men that night. But I was like, That's fine. I've already seen Proto Men before. Mm-hmm. So, 
But yeah, that my wife, she's like, I like concerts. I'm like, you like different concerts than I like. You've never <laughs> been to a Denny's after hours and the local band fucking broke right. in and started playing. Nobody has, Chris. It's you and like the seven other people that were there. <laughs> <laughs> Even I'm like, I'm not going to a Denny's. Like, they're like, I'm like, where's that? Oh, it's in the Denny's parking lot. Yeah, you go fuck off. <laughs> for listeners. At least get a dive bar where I can get a beer or a PBR back when I could get them for a dollar. A beer you could or get a PBR. You could get some fucking pork fried Piss? rice from the guy oh. around the corner. Jeez. Just selling it out of his pants. Fucking arena <laughs> shows. We went to one arena show finally as a couple, and we're just like, we're not arena show people. I told her, I was like, hey, it looks like we might not be able to go to Motley Crue. And she goes, Shucks. oh, man. And I'm like... Yeah, guess who accidentally got... Did I tell you... I told you about the Def Leppard shirt, sure. right? Okay. Yeah, last podcast, yeah. I think you said it, yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh, and then I was like, these fuckers sent me the wrong one! I went to Ticketmaster and looked at it, I was like, nope, I ordered a Def <laughs> Leppard shirt. <laughs> yeah, for listeners, I was harshly judging uh, Corey's wife with loving arena shows and whatever, but it's fine, just don't tell her I thought She's that. She's a different kind of person when it comes to music, and that's fine. That's fine. Um... I don't see the oh. appeal to the the arena show. No, not at all anymore. Not at all. Unless it's like when I went and saw Tool. Like Tool, I had never seen Tool before. Mm-hmm. And Tool if puts on like, it's not just them, the music. Go once, yeah. Tool is like playing like a fucking psychedelic. Like literally looks like you're on acid. Shit you would see on acid. Right. Up on a big projector. Right. And then it was technically an arena show, but I was on the ground floor for System of a Down. Mm-hmm. So it was like being at one of those bars because I was in the pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the one I I told you guys to tell me to tell you, goddamn, about was the story? Uh, I went to this show for this um, local mathcore band, and I didn't know any of the bands on the bill, and um, didn't know what I was doing because I went. I go to a lot of shows by myself, and um, it was at near this town or in this town near. Is my that college. weird for you? Huh? Is that weird for you? So what? Go to a show by yourself because I went to Proto Men really. and Twerp by myself, and I felt a little. I didn't feel like I was sticking out, but I was just kind of off by myself doing my own thing, and I'm just—I've never been to a concert by myself before. Not really, but that also comes from when I was in a band. I would go to—I sh- would go to literally any show to hand someone our demo, so I kind of got used to mm. that. Um, gotcha. Okay. But I, Sorry, I, I didn't mean to I cut you off. I went to the show. If anybody wants to know the bands, I forget the very first opener. Um, she was a singer-songwriter kind of deal, and then it was a band called Kiss Kiss, and the local band I was there to see was A Voice Like Rhetoric. But I get there, and it's in a Chinese restaurant that I knew from having ordered from them, but people were like, I was like, I'm here for the show, and they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, downstairs. So it was in the basement of this Chinese restaurant. Yeah! And it was just like the fucking weird. Hell thing. yeah, that's but where it, the real music's made. I mean, made. I guess you gotta... I guess you got to get a venue wherever you can get a venue. Yeah, yeah was dude. Like, I was fucking sweating because I was wearing a hoodie, but it was jam-packed. And, like, it was the coolest thing in the world because the singer of the band Kiss Kiss, he had um, bad throat sickness or laryngitis or something. I don't know. Something he couldn't sing. So the girl from the first, uh, her singer-songwriter thing, she was doing vocals, but there was a part in one of their songs where she was singing and then there's a breakdown. And she was very kind of monotone as a person whatever uh, like very reserved and stuff so she's just standing completely still while the whole band is going fucking nuts and if you just step back and look at this it was like a fucking painting or something like it was the coolest thing to see this one (laughs) single person with all this chaos going on around her yeah yeah 
but yeah. like and just stoic yeah 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 so um it, it was it was a really cool time um what are we doing now uh <laughs> number three <laughs> number three go. question have you forgotten We're making you work for it yeah sorry number three have you forgotten how to do anything well inside these past few weeks uh it felt weird for me to drive to the grocery store i thought my car was acting up but no i just hadn't driven my car in about a week's time <laughs> So like no, I'm, like I'm I'm very still with Chris. Like, yeah, I'm not able to go to movies and stuff like that. But this is like my everyday life, man. Like I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like I I can I'm still able to go to. But you haven't thought like, man, store. I can't go get those Popeyes chicken sandwiches. Like, fuck I can't. You, I like can. our drive through, our oh. drive throughs are still fine. I got one right, today. Well, don't do that. Don't don't do that. <laughs> People are working at those restaurants that are sick and they can't not work, so they're going to work. Don't go to fucking drive through restaurants. I can't believe I have to tell you people this. We've already got it. Don't, oh, Jesus Christ, don't go to drive through You don't know you know how hard it's been for this house to not have Taco Bell? Anyway. Uh, uh, I had Taco had Bell yesterday. God, yeah, fun. I had it the other day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, well, different <laughs> – no, I don't have anything yeah, that I've just like forgotten to the other how day, to do. I live on the edge. Like, oh my God. Very much applies right now. All I said, something was happening on TV, and I was like, "Different places," and she lost her shit because it was one of the <laughs> dumbest things I've ever said. It's like a dad joke. No, I haven't really like lost anything. Yeah, I can't say anything. I I drove out to. Uh, fucking warrington today which i know that that means nothing to you guys it's like an hour away i felt like i was driving drunk for the first 30 minutes because i hadn't gotten in my car in ever okay there you um, go yeah you guys but, are in very high populated areas how are those highways right now well i took the back I roads i haven't been on the highway and uh, Corey, you know the way that i drive so if i'm taking the back roads i'm yeah. launching my way yeah from yeah. from but i also forgot that i downed a screwdriver this morning so i probably was a little bit tipsy um, what are you doing <laughs> dude it's a crazy time it's 9 30 in the morning i'm drinking wine i'm in my underwear i don't know what day it is fucking you get pulled yeah over. i'm getting my car <laughs> you fucking get pulled over and the cost like do you know how fast you're going i don't know you want to hit like, Dude, I don't even know what day bottle. it is. Yeah, uh, I have a shield. Where's your face mask, officer? I have a shield in my wallet, so uh, I'll be fine. Number four. Uh, <laughs> uh, hold on. Before that, I won't say that I've forgotten anything, but I am amazed at what gas prices are around me right now. Oh, have they dropped? or Gas prices, the last time I saw were – I got gas the other day for like – one sixty one, a dollar sixty one. Yeah, it's definitely gallon. lower than two bucks around here, and we're even closer to the city. We're, if um, it keeps going in my area, it might get down to a dollar. In Michigan, it is ninety six cents right now. Yep, I never thought I'd live to see another uh, the day like that. I haven't seen that since before high school years. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before nine eleven, I used to see right before nine eleven is when the gas kind of stayed around the ninety to a dollar ten mark where i was at it is it is um i guess traffic is lighter around me i don't think about it that much because i was always used to that working in retail for so long because like Mm. i would be out when everybody else is not or whatever so gotcha but if i think about it yeah there's not that much oh well i guess it does hit me when i like drive past about to turn into the grocery store's parking lot that there's only like 50 cars instead of 200 or something jesus um now our walmart's still packed 
Well, they're kicking in that thing pretty soon for only uh, 20% of people are allowed in or whatever it is. You hear about that? They've already started doing yeah. it out over here. They have queues. So yeah. there's Even these big-ass lines lining up to the Walmart and shit now. Yeah. yeah, places over in Tennessee are doing it too. My cousin lives over in Mumford, which is like a little ways away from Memphis, and they're doing the queues. They haven't started the queues here yet. They are doing. They're regulating the exits and the entrances now at our Walmart, right. and making because crazy. There's some people that are just stupid. They're like, "Why can't I go through here?" They're like, "It's an exit." They're like, "Well, I can go in anywhere I want." They're like, "Go through the entrance, you dumbass!" I heard a Walmart employee say that. Well, no, and I said, "You know what?" More power to that yeah, Walmart employee. Nah, dude, over here, fucking, they called the fire marshal because in Virginia State, we have a law that says there has to be at least two exits to any building, like, that size. And when they uh -huh. blocked off uh, a uh, an entrance and an, uh, an entrance to make it just a permanent exit, the fire marshal came over and fined the fucking store. Jesus. Yeah, they were just no. like, well, this is what corporate told us to do. And it's like, yeah. Virginia state law trumps whatever your fucking corporate says. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Walmart is. Yeah. And Walmart's been like, they're not just spraying down the carts anymore. They're like dousing them motherfuckers now. Yeah. When I went to the grocery store today, uh, when I walked in there, I had, I had my work gloves and, uh, I don't, we don't have any masks. So I had sat a bandana over my face, but when I walked in, there's one dude just spraying down carts. I was like, Oh, thank you. He's like, yep. Have a good one. Yeah. <laughs> like, my cart was quite norm. My, yeah. My cart was quite moist when I got it last time. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> And it wasn't raining that day. And when I when I was leaving, um, uh, I saw people with face masks, with gloves. I saw people with nothing on. Uh, it was just naked. Um, but no, one dude. Uh, Shit, you can't get you can't get sick for that, I guess. No, one dude when he was walking out just in front of me, he had just a bandana on, and he pulled it down, and then he threw his arms up like I made it like touchdown. I'm like, yeah, your mask off now will make a difference. You I mean, yeah. your bandana wasn't going to do shit to get. To no, get it down, wasn't, so. but it made me feel better because I'm an idiot. It made him but, feel better, yeah. Yeah. I um, have one of those uh, woodworking masks, but the problem is that any masks that are for us three, uh, masks will not work 100% unless we shave our beards and mustaches. I ain't doing it. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> My uh, cousin, the doctor, that's I've, a doctor, he shaved all of his off. Well, he's probably required to. Um, but, yeah. like, the it was so dumb because. I went to the grocery store, spent almost as much money on beer as I did on groceries because I wanted to stock up. I'm I psycho. went to the liquor store, spent $125 the other day. Liquor stores closed three weeks ago here. Wow. Ah! <laughs> yeah, dude. There were lines, um, like, across whatever. But anyway, um, I walked Speaking in, which, I'm and I thought, of liquor. I thought, oh, I'll get beer first, put that in the trunk, and then I'll get groceries. I walk in to the, uh, the beer portion, and... Walk up to the counter. I'm like, bandana probably wasn't a great idea since you have to ID me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the girl, the girl was very nice and patient. She she laughed. And uh, there's a I mentioned I might have mentioned earlier how there's like a limit. So I had to make two trips to my car because I couldn't take it all out at once and whatever. Yeah. So. Yes, thank you for forcing but, uh, me to edit the podcast twice because like, you've already told the story. Wore the wore the bandana <laughs> into. Oh, he wasn't recording. Off. I don't think. No, he I. I don't know if he was recorded, but I definitely heard this story twice. So. Oh. No, no, he told us okay. the story, but he wasn't recorded. No, uh, you're fine. You're fine, Scotty. Tell it again. Tell me from the beginning. So I walked into... Uh... <laughs> no! <laughs> so I walked into a bar. And, or, oh, God. Uh, yeah. Number four. 
Yes. Uh, connecting back to question one, sort of. If a remake, if a oh, I said that wrong. If a remake of a game was announced, what would what? Oh, words are hard in this one. Um, would you? What game would you pre-order without knowing anything about it? Remakes or sequels? What would you blindly support, knowing nothing about the game? Literally, it was just announced, and you're like, pre-order now. Legend of Dragoon. I mean, okay, that's the thing. Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's the go-to for this podcast. Um, yeah, game mo- mascot. Uh, I already did this with Xenoblade Chronicles. I already did this with Final Fantasy VII. Oh, okay. You mean you did it in real time? Final Fantasy IX. I'd re. I'd uh, back that right yep. away. Don't care. Squall. Yep. That That's squall? not Final Fantasy That's IX. That's eight. That's eight. That's the bad one. We don't talk about that one. <laughs> squall. Squall. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Ledger Dragoon. Final Fantasy Nine. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, I wouldn't want any remakes of Super Nintendo games. They wouldn't do justice. I don't think. Uh, I got two off the top uh, of my head. I would like a PlayStation. I would like a console port of Crisis Core. That might be coming based off of some screenshots that we've seen. Do or I would play Crisis Core incorporation again. of that. Is that Crisis on the Core's store really good. that you could download and play? You don't have a PlayStation TV, do you? Yes, he does. I do. You do? Okay. You. Yeah, I mean, I can play it that way. Yeah. I feel a controller in your hands playing <laughs> that game. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay, my mine, uh, my two are Nights into Dreams and Vigilante Eight. Really? Right. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Vigilante I love car Eight combat. I love car combat, and I want car combat car. to come back, but it's never car combat. Have you? Car, oh, car, car, okay, car so hold on. Since we're talking about this, I'm I'm from what I've spoken to, who I've spoken to, I'm the only one that likes this game. Did you like the new Twisted Metal? You mean the the one that was just Twisted Metal on PS3? Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, the campaign got goddamn stupid when you had to race other cars. Those were the worst parts of that game. The um, second, I forget who you play. You play as Sweet Tooth. You play as Dollface. Dollface was the second or third character you played as. Well, yeah, one of the three. Because um, there was they didn't one. Even have a third campaign that they were gonna have. Uh, there was two. I thought there was three characters that you played. Yeah, there were three kind of main um, factions or whatever. I'm looking at yeah. them because I can't remember. Um, but they were no one of the uh, the la- the the last boss for one of the campaigns was so fucking dumb. You're on this mountainside, you're racing, and they're constantly throwing fucking bombs at you or some shit like that. It was aggravating. Whatever. No, I think the Twisted Metal for PS3 is fucking great, and no one seems to have fucking agree with me. I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. I I, I thought. Um, it, it, it was uh, really obvious that it was made with only being a multiplayer game mm-hmm. first, and then they added the campaign. Um, but I thought it was well done. I thought it was the update that it needed to be. I I was super bummed, because I thought, like, oh, I'm going to play this online all the time. I was super bummed to look at the trophies and find that one of them was, it was, like, basically rank number one on the leaderboards in the world. And you get like one of those trophies, uh, which those those um, servers are gone now. They're done, unfortunately. Really? But yeah, it would. I, I I remember that because it was like announced, um, and I was talking to my buddies about it, and we were gonna do like one last hurrah. Didn't happen, but yeah, it was good. I really liked Corey. Honestly, you should just look up the cutscenes because as a horror fan, 
Like it was some straight up grindhouse shit. In yeah, no, the scenes. the cutscenes with Sweet Tooth are fucking brutal. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. Um, okay. I wish that more happened with that game. I wish that they could have gotten more legs out of it. But the studio Eat Sleep Eat Eat Sleep Game or whatever it was, they closed down before the game even released. Yeah. Um, I, I would add in two more. Uh, I would want to see a F Zero GX like a remake. Yeah. And uh, Anarchy Reigns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anarchy reigns with balance issues and updated its graphics and maybe tweak the controls and uh, maybe work on a better storyline, maybe campaign and focus on better online yeah. abilities and stuff like that. Do we know how well that Bayo and Vanquish thing sold that there's any chance of other platinum shit getting released? I, I can be honest with you. I didn't pick it up, but I, I should. I should. I didn't because it was I just want the I just want the vanquish part yeah. like I don't want the Bayo part I had Bayo on what I, I wanted I, I literally did not pick it up because Doom was going to be out soon and it was like a rent I paid $20 for vanquish Yeah I think you But can. I just don't want to buy it. I don't want to Well uh, I want $20 for the remastered vanquish Yeah I I want I just like for some reason I think like oh if that happened maybe somehow Anarchy Reigns will get a re-release or some such shit I don't understand why the servers are still open. We can play that online, but <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Yeah, that's Shut your mouth, crazy. Scotty. Yeah. Shut your mouth right um, now. It's got to be something like someone just didn't, tr- someone forgot to flip the switch. <laughs> um, Did you turn the Anarchy Reign switch off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah, it's right next to Sonic the yeah, Fighters. Yeah. yeah, I got it, I got it. Yeah, that one's off too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Did, you guys- Did you hit the balance switch? Yeah, 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 hit that too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, All right, what's your number, number five? Number five. Number five. So, crappy movies based on video games always happen. But let's turn it around. What movie or TV show needs a decent video game? Uh, I think Game of Thrones could get a really good video game. What kind of game would that be? That would be like a a strategy. No, I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) Um, I don't know if you've ever played. You could do it two ways. You could do a. Go ahead. You could do strategy with the war, like the factions, like you're talking. I think was what you're going like RTS, or you oh, could okay. do a Diablo esque game. Okay, where you play as a certain like kind of character in a certain faction, and you, it's a Diablo kind of game. You could do that too. Uh, other TV shows can that also be cartoons? Sure, whatever. I don't know. I have to think. I already gave one. Oh so. well, then why'd you ask? <laughs> I'm gonna think of more. Okay, I like this question. That's why. Um. I was gonna say this, but then I realized Alan Wake exists. Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks could oh, have yeah. a cool, yeah. uh, like some sort of mystery, like a point-and-click adventure kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah, would be neat. Do that. Um, and that Blade Runner game just came out, or just surfaced, I should say. I need to play that. I'm gonna get that on PS4. Did you guys hear about that? I would say no. What? Uh-uh. So there's a Blade Runner PC point-and-click adventure that never really saw the light of day. It got mm-hmm. dumped recently, and then it was also announced that they're going to release an updated, a remastered sort of version. It's just the game with sort of, uh, I think, quality of life tweaks, but it's going to come out on PS4 and Switch and stuff. So, hmm. but definitely going to hit that up. Um... I'm trying to think. I of keep like... trying to think of movies, but all the movies I keep thinking of, there's games. Like I just yeah. thought, I was like Demolition Man. I, uh... I think it would be cool if Fast and Furious got a good game based off. I was of thinking somehow. of that, like a like a Need for Speed like style of good racing game. Yeah, it either needs to be racing or it needs to be something like Driver. 
um, which I think is what the yeah. new one's kind of trying to be as a driver wheelman kind of thing or something. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of other movies I've seen recently that would be good for that, but I don't know. If it was the '90s, anything we think of would be turned into a side scroller. Yeah, I'd like a. Since we were we were talking about Tron in my stream earlier today, I would like a really good Tron game. It's such like, a try and at least at least try to give me something to make me like Tron. Oh, did you see Legacy? Yeah, I saw it in theaters, but I also saw it in 3D, so maybe I have some stank should, on it. You should watch it again. Um, I saw. Should it, I try it again? I saw it recently, and I really liked it. I'm not gonna like try to. I hype watched it Red up. Letter Media's review of it, and they reviewed Tron and Tron Legacy. First Tron's but bad. the only. Yeah, the first Tron's it's just not, fucking It's not boring. bad, it's just like it has not aged well and it's not it in, hasn't. in this day the best and age thing of like go go go, it's not great. The best thing about Tron Legacy is like Chris said, the soundtrack. Like Daft Punk That's did good, an amazing yeah. job on that yeah. soundtrack. Um, Tron Legacy, after I watched it, uh I I was super bummed that there's never gonna be a a next Tron movie to finish that that trilogy. That movie came too early. If it would have came out a couple years later, and would have been tweaked a little bit, it would have been absolutely, I think it would have been a hit. Okay. I, but I think it was just a circumstance of it had released a little too early. I for mean, it. and they have Star Wars and, and Marvel, so they're not going to do any sci-fi shit. I mean, Disney. Well, it's Disney's like, uh, it's like, and I, I if anyone watches Red Letter Media and they watch the reviews, I just recently watched these, but I completely agree with what Jay and uh, Colin were talking about. It's the same with The Thing, 2011. Oh, jeez. Uh, if they would have... So the, here's the thing. Some little trivia about uh-huh, that movie is, thing. you know how it's all CG'd. And, you're, uh, you're talking about the, all of it. Uh, the prequel, right? Yeah, yeah. The one with Mary Elizabeth Winstead yeah. from Scott Pilgrim and all that. Ramona. Uh, well, yeah, it's a prequel. But uh, so that movie was completely shot, or I think it was going to be shot, and they had uh, uh, practical effects created for everything. I didn't know that. But the producers said it's too retro. And I think if that what? movie would have waited, so if that movie would have waited, so it came out in 2011, and we started going back to like the 80s, and the 80s are cool again, and around 2013, 2014, God damn. around there, if that movie would have waited a couple years or would have been made a couple more years later, I think, I think the practical effects would have stayed. That I'm sorry, that like legitimately pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> that's too oh i've retro. never seen i've never yeah, yeah yeah but i've also never watched the movie and i really don't want to watch it because um, i've heard it just ruins the first half of the thing the original thing yeah it is not a bad movie but it is one of those things where it's like it doesn't keep with the thing mythos yeah it it just it mm. I said, I the think thing doesn't should... hide itself it tries to attack anybody in front of anybody right all the time you... with the original movie the thing would wait until someone was alone yeah to get them because that's what it was that whole movie is all about paranoia i think you should see it and then just watch john carpenter's <laughs> and just feel and just yeah, remind maybe. yourself there's a better one out there it's so good too yeah. god i fucking love that movie so much yeah sorry um what were we talking about we're talking about video uh <laughs> oh i want to see a good thing movie or not a good thing movie, a good thing game. I have that PS2 there's the, game, it's hot garbage. There's the PlayStation 2 game that's not good, yeah. but they could do a actual good survival horror paranoia anxiety Honestly, game. Honestly, if they re-release that and tweak the systems in it, it had just too much going on for the for the era that it was Is that out, what it, it was? Couldn't, it couldn't. You had like different meter. It, it was like what Illbleed was trying to do, but even worse, because it wanted to be an action Oof. game at the same time. 
Um, yeah. Oh, there's a remake. <laughs> I would do an Illbleed remake. Yeah. That's, no, that's not what I'm talking about. The question is crappy or uh, movies. I was talking about a previous question. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I would slap money down for an Illbleed remake in a heartbeat. I'm so happy that I introduced that to you. If it came with a walkthrough, then I'm slapping money down with it. Yeah. <laughs> Chris would too. He'll slap a little, but he'll slap a little bit lighter. Yeah. <laughs> Probably more money and just thrown, just thrown at it. Yeah. Just meh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with Channel Zero. Uh, Channel Zero was a sci-fi series from 2017 to 2018. Each season had, like, a different storyline around it. Gotcha. Um, The one specific, like, I would see the game playing out in the same style as, like, the Walking Dead series, like those adventure-style games. Um, Mm -hmm. But it is some of the creepiest psychological horror that I've ever seen. I do not like this character made of teeth. Now I know what this is. Yes. Yep. Is there a Sliders video game? Fuck, there is not. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Fuck, there is not. There might be a PC. How would we do that? How would Sliders video game work? Um... Because isn't Sliders a lot? Because Sli- if correct me if I'm wrong, I haven't watched Sliders in fucking years. Oh, that's the first. They go thing. through a portal, right? You mm-hmm. got it. You got so it. So it's kind of like Stargate. I haven't seen Stargate. Okay. Give me the elevator pitch of Stargate. What is it? Stargate uh, space going through portals. Yeah, they go to different worlds. It's like uh, better Star Trek. Okay, there's not. Fuck you, oh, boy. No, no, no. Fuck me. Fuck you. No, Just fuck shut me. Down. Fuck. You no fuck me. Better no, Star fuck Trek. No. Better Star Trek. You're so wrong. No. You're wrong. You are wrong. I'm not wrong. You are wrong. 100% wrong. better than you're, Star you're, Trek. 100%. Your ideas are wrong and you should your ideas I are bad and you should feel amazing. bad. Podcasts and Star Trek <laughs> and pornography. Stargate SG1. Um, the better. I don't know what you would do the only thing i can think of is like a tech and not a text like an adventure maybe a point and click thing because there's always there's always like something that they lost or they need to find the timer that creates the portal jerry, o- jerry o'connell jerry fucking o'connell and john rice davies they'll figure it out because he has a brother right jerry o'connell has a twin brother not a twin brother but he has a brother but they they look a lot alike mm-hmm. not really i mean they look alike no, as brothers no. but not like oh i think it's i don't know I don't know what his brother's name is. It doesn't matter at all. I, those are good answers. Yeah. Those are good answers. Yeah. I also forgot to say that uh, me and Chris both picked up Interstellar 5555 by Daft Punk. I still need to the see anime. that movie. The I haven't anime. watched it yet. I got, it on, I got my Blu-ray this morning, or yeah, this afternoon, and uh, I'm going to watch it because that thing is fucking phenomenal. I fucking, that shaped, uh, that shaped my love for that type of music and that kind of anime as well. Yep, French anime artists too, like French or no, was, and they worked with Toei Animation. It was a French director. Yep. Um, you reminded me that I picked up Protoman's Blu-ray of uh, Light of the Night. Night, and I still haven't watched that. Super good. Yeah. It's a little. What is it like? How long is it? Like I don't know how long. Long. That's it. It's a fifteen-minute little sketch that they did to go with the light up, like their backstory. It's very, very good. Yeah, I need to watch it. I keep forgetting I have yep. it. Um. Yeah, sliders, point and click, or something. I don't know. Oh boy, <laughs> that's what I got. That's my five questions. Nobody else likes you guys. No, we just put the call out too late. Yeah, 
Maybe do it like a full two days ahead of time or something. I don't know. Well, the thing is, there's a server. There's a there's a server there. <laughs> you sounded like Bill Cosby for a second. Let's see the thing. Is. I was yawn. No, Sorry, down. I was. I just got off a yawn. So, but no, the server's there twenty four seven. Like you can, anyone can any put a question there. They can be on the shitter at four thirty in the morning and be like, I need to ask these two dumb fucks about this. Throw it in there, and if we don't get it on that week's podcast, we'll get it on the next week's podcast. We always get Megavision sometimes gets questions like hours after we've recorded, literally hours after yeah, we've gotten that episode. Too. So I've had to start putting like the day, especially if it's the sideshow, uh, like the day that we're recording or something. What I'm gonna have to go back and listen to this part of the podcast just to see what I sounded like. <laughs> it's, like uh, I sound... it's like Jerry Seinfeld yeah, and Bill was, Cosby put that together. That was a little bit of Jerry Seinfeld and uh, 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 Don Knotts from the Andy Griffith. Well, Andy. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Well, what do we? What do we? What do we? What do we got going on? What do we do? I'm buying vinyls right now. Oh, for the love of God! Quit it. <laughs> get the 1980X one if it's still up. Oh, no, the problem is like that's my thing with the vinyls is I like going and sifting through the vinyls. Yeah, the artwork. To find dude. them. Yeah, I can't do anything about that right now. The artwork. Yeah. Well, hey, quit buying things. Don't do it. But hit up record store day. Oh shit! I think that's supposed to happen this <laughs> month. Oh, I don't know if that's gonna happen. No, Not don't hit month. that up. <laughs> Damn, that it's sixty-one soundtrack. bucks. Not this year. Get that hacker soundtrack. The hackers. hacker soundtrack. There could be a hackers video Hack game. The world. <laughs> Oh my God! There could be. Yeah, easily. That's sh- oh God. That would it would turn into like the Back to the Future three NES game or something horrible. Mm-hmm. Just running around avoiding flying. Wait, sandwich. what's that? What's that movie we watched with the robot? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm talking about, Evolver. right? Yeah, Evolver. Yeah, <laughs> Evolver. You knew what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm exhausted, and I've had a few sodas. So just hearing you say, "What's that movie we watched with the robot?" (laughs) You knew exactly what I meant. (laughs) Oh man! All right, Chris is buying vinyls. Chris, you got a video we're working on that's going to be coming out. You got a podcast, which is what this is going to be. Is yeah, I don't know that was language. (laughs) That no, those were words. What that? What that thing do? Scotty, what about you? What do you got going on? Hello, uh, Megavisions. If you don't know us, hit us up on Patreon with the physical magazine that we do, video people. Nobody watches this whole thing, but, you know. Like, you guys don't put out the whole episode, I mean. People watch your clips. But Mm. hit up that Megavisions Patreon. Um, The sideshow that we do every other week, we talk about a movie, certain movie game or genre or something. We're going to talk about the 2005 hit cinema classic, Doom, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, and Carl Urban. Uh, sure. I'm excited. Dread from Judge Dread. Oh, okay. Huh. Oh, that's right. He's also he's also McCoy in uh, the new Star Trek movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Corey, are you sitting in on that? You definitely doing that? Yes, I will do that. Nice. Uh, I have not watched it yet, but I will watch it. Me neither. You own it. You gotta watch it. You... I didn't buy it though. I did not buy it that oh, day. You didn't. Okay. Uh, but I'm pretty sure I could find it somewhere. So <laughs> I might be able to help you out with that. Um, Thank you very much. But uh, and then streams coming up as always. Uh, basically Monday through mm-hmm. Thursday we're streaming. Sometimes Fridays as well. We're gonna try to do some more indie stuff. Um, but we got Fantasy Star Online two on Mondays. Tuesday Corey does stuff. Wednesday Mr. Chris Powell does stuff. Thursday we've got the Throwdown. So there's always stuff on Megavision's Twitch channel. And we do have issue nine or issue. Wait, 
seven, eight. Issue nine is coming out soon. So again, jump on that Patreon so that you can get one of those when that comes out pretty soon. That's me, though. Yep, and check out all the reviews that they have over on MegavisionsMag.com. Yeah, if you're on the fence of uh, Persona 5 Royal, that review's up there. Panzer Dragoon Remake review is up there. Other stuff up there as mm-hmm. well. So, guys, tell Lots me now stuff. why I should not buy Panzer Dragoon Remake since I have a Switch, and it's only out on the Switch, and I already pre-ordered the Classic Edition that was $60 through limited run. Limited run. Why should I... When does that get delivered? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Depends on how badly you want to play it. I want to play it real bad, but I already own it. Depends. You've, you've already spent a large amount of money on what you now own. Maybe give it a little yeah, bit. So you're the sensible one. You also have a lot of backlog that you already said you had. Yeah, I don't need to do that right now. I'm not going to listen to whatever Chris tells me, because he's over there stacking up his vinyls right now. So I see the, <laughs> I see the amount yeah. I see the amount in his glasses right uh-huh. now. We're in the seven Ching, digits. <laughs> That's like 14 decimals, so don't worry. <laughs> Too many. Uh, no, Scotty kind of hit up what I'm going to be doing next week. Uh, I'll be working on those streams. Uh, I'll be doing some uh, personal streams as well. Got uh, Animal Crossing. Getting a lot of traffic with the Animal Crossing. A lot more traffic than I thought I was going to. Oh, you mean to, you get so, more traffic than when I stream Sonic R for the hell of it? Yeah. Turns out when you play popular games, people watch. Yeah, well, no, that's the thing. Like, it's so saturated right now. I didn't think anybody was going to watch me play it because everyone's playing it. So everyone's going to watch everybody else playing yep. it. Right. So, but, uh, yeah, I'll be playing some more of that, uh, getting the new internet set up. So that's going to be fun to do and uh, going to be working on getting this Ethernet wired through my house. So that's going to be fun and going to be a grown up and enjoy this new lawnmower I'm getting. <laughs> So. Chris, that's twice he's mentioned his goddamn lawnmower on this podcast. I, he, I think he wants to put it on a shirt, man. I don't know. You going to stream your fucking mowing grass or anything on Twitch? Bro, don't do that. bro, I have a hundred foot Ethernet cable. I could do Which it. It's ready to get <laughs> chopped right up. Just be like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> uh, that's all we got, ladies and gentlemen. Be safe out there. Yeah. Make sure to wear masks when you go out. Wash your hands. Be smart. Take precautions. Uh, spend time with your loved ones because you're probably forced to right now. Yeah. Don't kill them. I'm looking forward to this uh, Easter on Facebook Messenger live chat, whatever. <laughs> yep. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Be Good fun. luck, everybody. Yeah, be safe. Goodbye. See you.